Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey. Hello. Did you see that wind up? Yeah, it was good. I was wound up. I'm like, I'm ready to go. It's Friday, guys. Fastball. Today was a fastball. Yeah. It's Friday. I'm ready to take on this day, take a nap, and then on with the weekend. I will clean my house after the show. No nap for me today. Mm-mm. Soccer 101 podcast. Then I got to go uh, help the wife uh, prepare for a big, giant family Halloween party gathering we're doing today. Nice. Ooh, oh, candy corn right. event. Hey, Two if naps wants to help for me, him. then. Oh, wow. I'll take Moon's nap. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. take mine. Double Somebody nap. Needs take to. his nap. If anyone wants to help, I'm going to paint some steps today. Anyone? Nope. I did okay. a uh, dry run yesterday as far as my Halloween costume goes for oh, tomorrow's. Yeah. Halloween bash down at uh, Ballpark Village. Because mm-hmm. tomorrow's going to be a wet run. Mm-hmm. Sloppy run. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm, see. Hoping, mm-hmm. I'm hoping the, the weather holds out. Man, that, if that if that white rabbit costume gets wet, it's uh, you'll be fine. It's going to, like, wick up uh, all it's the like, water. It's like the dude that was in the polar bear thing when we did the polar plunge. Oh, remember remember oh, he was just soaked. Do I arrive as the White Rabbit, or do I change there? You have to arrive. Good question. I was wondering the same thing. Oh, you have you to, arrive, to arrive. You've got to arrive. I don't know arrive? if I can drive with that thing. Have somebody else drive you. So we're doing uh, Teenage Dirtbags and and an Alabama Dirtbags set, and I can't not go full full country. I mean, that Alabama Dirtbags is like its own shtick. Are you going to be any form of an Alice in Wonderland character tomorrow? Um, yeah, I'll, um, I'll <laughs> do you even know what you're thinking? No, that's a no. <laughs> I'll make nice. it work. That's I, a no. Since I've been home, I've worked every single minute. Like, I haven't had a that's second a no. to do anything except for just work. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to figure it out tomorrow. Yes, he's going to be Larry the Cable Guy from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> 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 say it like, uh, you can just say this it's a little is- known character. This was a character that didn't make the cut. <laughs> this was the 90s uh, alternative character yeah. that was supposed to be in it. Dude, I'm telling you, you could be John Stamos in Through the Looking Glass, just put on like a floppy hat and be John Stamos, and then you're Alice in Wonderland. What, what do you mean by floppy hat? He's got like a weird, like, French-looking floppy hat John, on. 
Oh, like a beret? No, it wasn't a beret. I don't know what this thing is. Looks like a big old John Stamos. Like marshmallows on his mm. head or something. I don't know. That's mm. the uh, that's the sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I haven't TV. seen any of these movies. This bunny costume, this white rabbit costume, is uh, it's ridiculous. And to put it on yesterday, and to look at myself in the mirror, <laughs> what what is what happening? What is happening? What is happening here? And if it's gonna rain. If it's going to rain, I have to walk through the rain. I may change there. Oh, please. Don't. No. Why? Go. No, what you do is you park somewhere, and then you have an umbrella, and you walk in that way. You don't have the bunny feet, do you? Yeah, I got the bunny feet. Oh, no. <laughs> of course I got the bunny feet. <laughs> I didn't know. Who, who the heck is John Stamos in this movie? I can't find him at I'll, all. I'll send it to you, because it could happen for you. I got to wear the bunny feet. The bunny feet came with the costume, and uh, I said... Uh, I'm not going to wear the bunny feet. And the family insisted. But you have You're wearing to. the bunny feet. Don't be a dork. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Wear your Jordans? Hey, you can't say nothing. Jordans uh, actually You don't be... got no costume. I, I kind of <laughs> can because if I had a rabbit thing, I, you know, like I'm not going to half-ass it. If I got something, it's, this, it's all or nothing, There's baby. nothing half-assed about this costume. You anyway. could wear Jordans because he's always running late. So that's actually kind of I got cute... a clock and everything. Good. Like a flavor Flav clock. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Well, we'll uh we'll see you down at Ballpark Village tomorrow. Well, Rafe and I are gonna look exactly alike. So Yes. And there will be no differences whatsoever. We are the mm. Tweedledee and Tweedledum and we got wigs. We have skin tight yeah. uh, outfits. Outfits yeah. that are very obscene. revealing. Maintain eye contact. I had to buy a thing yesterday at Target to schmush all my lady bits in because I'm not coming at Halloween pornographically. And I. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had to buy a girdle yesterday at Target because we have a camel toe. Oh, situation. a camel toe emergency. Uh-oh. For real. Whoa-oh. I got you bloomers. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> Well, I don't not know. A fan. I'm, well, no, I haven't tried. I need. To, I haven't. Done, I've not done the dry run. The dry run will happen today, but I need to put the. I got to hold everything in. I got you. I got you some camel toe cover up at Johnny Brown. Did. did uh, Lewis Carroll actually intend Tweedledee <laughs> or Tweedledum to have a camel toe? No. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> D's and Audi, dumbs and any. Dude, it's gonna little be little known fact. <laughs> Sponsored I by bought, Patricia's. Rafe and I are sponsored geez. by Patricia's tomorrow. I just bought a giant cucumber. I'm, I'm leaning in. <laughs> You're just going I full like Derek it. Smalls yeah, yeah, from yeah. Spinal Tap? That's right, dude. I'm leaning in. <laughs> Did you get a sexy Tweedledee costume? Uh, well, it is super say hot. that, but it well, is. It's, I mean, it's, it wasn't purposely that. No, it's not purposely that. It just that. is. It's just super tight. <laughs> yeah. It, and he's got a spandex uh, onesie on as well. Yeah. And so, sorry, sorry for being sexy. onesies. Yeah, sometimes you can't help but being hers was hers that? was like an an actual 1980s cool vintage high end Tweedledum costume, and then I had to try to match it by buying two different colored morph suits, red and yellow. And then I'm gonna both skin tight, and mm. I'm gonna try to do upper half, bottom half. Neither is fun to look at. Well, <laughs> it's gonna be you good. know, I'm just gonna have my wife drive. My wife will drive. Yeah, She'll drive, you and then be fine. pick us up. I'll be a uh, hammered white rabbit. Let me see. Okay, and then if you want to scroll to the left. This is, this is a text conversation with Rafe and I. I sent him. So Rafe oh, that looks good. It looks good. Now scroll, swipe left to go to the next photo. This is what you got. Oh. And then, and then, and then, scroll, no, and then swipe again. Swipe again. And Tim's face. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty. Um, yeah, I see, I see. Now swipe yeah. for the close-up. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I show the Tim? Yeah, please. Yeah, there's my husband's face. There's Tim's face during this That's whole situation. Beautiful. Tim's face looking it's at you. It's not your... that Campbell Toey. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> maybe anyway. not in your world, but I am. Is this you, Riz? This one with the clock. Uh, uh my my bunny costume is uh, custom. A bit girthier. Sweet. Yeah, this is the this is the cheapo one. This is the thirty dollars. Yeah, I know, man. Johnny Brock's. They had the. I mean, oh, Rafe, Johnny Brock's. Rafe and Scott goods. were there. I mean, mm-hmm. this was. They set you up. They oh, they basically built them a custom one. I didn't rent on it on the fly. It's bought. Mm. It's mine. <laughs> nice. I have it forever. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I have this. I have this thing forever now. So if you ever need a white rabbit to do some kind of event, I'm your guy. Let me know. But uh, this has been gaining steam over the last couple of years, and there are strong opinions on both sides. Should we change Halloween so it always falls on the last Saturday in October? No. It would make trick-or-treating easier, especially on parents. Mm. It's, trem- it's, it's a tremendous bummer that we're having this awesome party uh, tonight, and I can't sit out at the fire pit. And give out candy. I mean, we already we already party. do with other holidays. Like Thanksgiving's always on the third Thursday in November. Memorial Day is the last Monday in, in May. But it's All Hell's Eve. So it's not like it's just random. I mean, it has a date, right? All Saints Day is November 1st. It's it ha- There's meaning to it. There's well, the, pagan meaning. Okay. I think Well, um, we don't celebrate the... Um, I was about to say, we don't celebrate the paganness of it. I think that can still be done yeah. while still, like, doing this celebration... You know the the kids funsies and and all the stuff on the Saturday. I think it's I think it's. I reasonable. think we could we can organize this if we can get organized enough to have New Year's Eve the day before the first of January. I think we could do this. Yeah, a, any year because otherwise nothing's going to change. If if it were something where like you got the day off, you know, like it was a, like a national holiday and nobody worked. I on understand Halloween, that. We're, I could we're totally, actually. I would be like money no. could be lost. Yeah, I would be like we should stay to October thirty first so I can get the day off or people can get the day off when it lands on a weekday. But. Now the the main argument against moving Halloween to Saturday is it's always been the thirty first. So why change now? <laughs> Good point. Change Which is, is how bad. I expect them to say it that way. Back in 2018, the Halloween and Costume Association launched a change.org petition to make it happen. Ranked over 150,000 signatures uh, since then. So a lot of people are into the idea, but there's no actual plan in the works to do it. Yeah, but it it bums me out to have these parties on the weekend and then also have the 31st. be you know do the do the, the the full activities it'd be awesome though if we could do it on the weekend and still whoever wants to celebrate on the 31st does because i mean you know what i'm doing on october 31st getting hammered with me right listen yeah. to the afi yeah. what about what about changing christmas to a saturday so we don't have to take off work anymore would you guys be okay with that we, we keep know, that, that on monday but, or but that's Tuesday. what i'm saying we like, do that one wednesday but that's what i'm saying if halloween was a you get off the thing then don't change it keep it on the 31st for sure, because mm-hmm. then we'll have five days off. You, you know, you know what I mean. Like five potential days off. I'm talking about like the actual spiritual, re- religious reasoning for Halloween being October. Does 31st. anybody really celebrate the religious aspect of Halloween? I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's all sorts of spiritual. I mean, it's still that, do. that day would still be the same, but you could do the trick yeah. or treating thing on Saturday. Well, you should just do that anyway. But don't say Halloween is going to always be the last Saturday of October. No, Halloween just, needs to stay the 31st. I think he's, I, I read that when you said that as yeah. doing the trick-or-treat night. 
the yeah, neighborhood. The Halloween yeah. party. We'll keep Halloween on the 31st okay. always. And then we'll just, ma- tradition will have it that we, we trick or treat the Saturday before that. How about that? Okay. That's, That's what a I thought good you were compromise. Saying. No, they're saying move Halloween, like move I just Halloween. Mean for, for family's sakes. For the, for the but kids. But what if it's on a Friday? For the kids' sake. Right. It'd be so much better if it was on a Saturday. Because I mean, think about it. you only get what you get two of those a, a childhood. Okay, maybe but then it would screw I'm the parents to go to Halloween parties like we're having. They'd have to go trick or treating instead of come drinking with us at Ballpark Village. That's we also could, we could have done this on the for. Friday then. Friday for trick or treating. No, no, we could have done the partying on the Friday and the trick or treating on the Saturday. Yeah. Okay. All right, drunky. Thank you. <laughs> maybe we could just trick or treat early people. Sunday morning. Okay. The witches and the drunks. <laughs> now, and maybe the kids. If we <laughs> did, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit. Um, so Halloween's on a Tuesday. Uh huh. So it? there's a there's an out like it's a school night. Nine o'clock. We're done with it. Yeah, but I We're feel bad for the kids. I want the kids to not They're have. They're fine. Who trick or treats anyway after nine? Yo, o'clock? this is one. It's, come rebels. on, man. This is one of the very few things that parents, especially nowadays. Where parents kind of allow the kids to really kind of go out and be a little weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it could be weird from six to nine, and then uh, you know, don't you remember? Are you too far away? I never was a huge <laughs> Halloween guy. Don't you remember being like twelve or thirteen, and your parents like, I mean, they got they they want nothing to do with this, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. What's your favorite holiday? Be back Halloween. by eleven. Halloween's your favorite holiday. Yeah, man. Okay, your favorite holiday. Um. Probably Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Rafe, your favorite holiday? Mm, I'm probably Halloween. Halloween. Scott? Yeah, it's uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, they're about and the same. And you know I'm an Arbor Day guy. That's true. Yeah, big time. Big yeah. time. Loves the Big glory. Which I take, I take uh, Arbor Day off every year. Yeah, dude. We know this. Mm-hmm. Sure. So if we did make Halloween the last Saturday in October, uh, it would fall, you know, obviously tomorrow, uh, the 26th next year. The 25th in 2025. Now, assuming we don't make the change, the next time Halloween will fall on a Saturday is 2026. And you better soak it in that year, Moon, because mm. it won't happen again until 2037. Yeah. Totally. Live it up. So that's what I mean, man. Wow. Live it up. Um, do you uh do you get your Halloween decorations up early so you enjoy them all month? Uh, my wife did this year. I don't know what our standard is, but they've been up for, uh, I'm going to say, since September. We put out the stuff yesterday. In, end of September. You put it out yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, uh, my wife, and my daughter. We've had it for a while. I just was yelling, who keeps setting off the ring doorbell? <laughs> it's Frankenstein. So a new poll found the first week of October is the most popular time to put your Halloween stuff out. Um of people who decorate said that's when they do it. Another 15% 15 said before October 1st. So over half of us get our Halloween decorations up early. But the second most popular time is is, uh, right now. I like a good month of any any holiday that I'm decorating for. I like a good, solid month of enjoying it. All right. Do we have the, uh, we got the pumpkins out front? Mm Mm-hmm. Two of them. Uh, jack-o'-lanterns. Anybody got a jack-o'-lantern? Uh, we, we, we are about to be on our second batch of pumpkins because the first one's... Whew, Get eaten? Ha- time to go, baby. No, they just rotted out. Oh, okay. They're in the woods. Oh, I love the pumpkins out in uh, 
late November when they start melting. Yes. Uh, we had a, <laughs> yeah, to make them all the way to winter. We must have had some warm, humid days because we had a couple that looked great and then suddenly just bleh, just deteriorated, liquefied. Yeah, when they start to melt into the front porch. Yeah, all right. the face went from a scary face <laughs> to right. like, no. Why do we have so <laughs> many gnats right sad. now? <laughs> all right. Uh, who's got corn stalks out in front of their house? I want to see how far we're going with this. Uh, I threw a couple of corn cobs out in my front yard, but mainly I just wanted to feed the deer. So okay, corn. What do you mean corn stalks? Like you where know, you have them decorative? Just, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the hay bales, some corn stalks. Oh, oh, I see. You know, no. if, if I go like this. Oh, yeah, the hay bales. Yeah. That's yeah. a sign for corn stalks. we did that a year or two. I forgot about that. I love a good scarecrow. Uh, somebody down the street <laughs> has the uh, the big eight-foot skeleton. Love it. nine-foot skeleton. Oh, yeah. I was driving down Olive the other day to go home, and somebody took um, the Puffin Stuff guy from Ghostbusters, the inflatable, and has it- Mr. Stay Puffed? Yeah, and has him on, like, in their backyard, but it's facing Olive, so it looks like he's coming out of the woods. Oh, that's cool. And it was really neat. No, yeah. but the, the unique thing about this house is they have the giant skeleton, which, uh, how, how tall is that thing? It's more than eight. I think it's nine. Nine think, feet tall. I, I think the, the, the skeleton's nine, but that, now there's one. David Taylor uh, has a, uh, like, a 12-foot. Have you seen the 12-foot ghost thing? No. It's a lot of feet. Oh, I haven't driven by there. They, I don't know where they're selling those, but I've seen one or two. I saw it there first, and then I've seen it in neighborhoods. So cool. And I, and I wonder, where do you put it? Yeah, that? where do you put it after? I mean, it's you 12 feet, basement. and it's, I, I don't know if it moves, but it's got... Like the real creepy kind of shredded robe, you know, and it, it kind of overhangs. But I mean, they, they got the skeleton out in front of the house, but that's it. Like no other decorations. That's it. Just just, just the skeleton. skeleton. That was enough. They're like, All right, guys, more? we have uh, $500 in the budget. I guess we're just going to spend it on the skeleton. I, I mean, I almost did it. I, I was at Lowe's or wherever they sell them, and I thought, am I about ready to get the credit card out and splurge on this? Ah. Oh, do anybody have skeletons out in front? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, black well, this cats? Says, this says it's no, 12 we said everyone this I have year. a black cat. Big old guy. So he's out front in the house. Mm-hmm. Witches? Yes. Hey, I'm sorry. This says it's 12 foot. 12 not, foot. Not 9 foot. So that, that other one that I'm talking about is bigger. It must be 15 foot. Anybody got any witches? No. Witches. All over the house. You got to have the one hitting the tree, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have that. Tombstones, anybody? No. Spider uh, webs. Just frozen pizzas. Spider webs. Mm-mm. Crows. No. You're not supposed to do the spider webs anymore, remember? Yeah. It's bad. bad well, for, bad uh, just that certain material. Mm-hmm. Just that certain material. The rope ones are all right. The rope ones are all right. Uh, crows. Mm-mm. Bats. Bats, no. yes. No, bats. Okay, hats bats. for bats. Uh, ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ghosts out front. Well, in the house. Yeah, all over the house. Yeah, all of ours is inside. All right, so you're ready to go. We haven't, uh, we have a, I guess there's a little pumpkin candle. All right. Yeah. All right. We've gone above and beyond. But Christmas decorations <laughs> are about, since, uh, yeah, I might have to do that uh, before Halloween. Um, You do that that early? Maybe this year. Because I, I may not be able to on the first, like I love doing November 1st. I bought uh, all my candy yesterday. I got, oh, yeah. the, oh, you did. I got 18 full-size candy bars. Very exciting. And Ooh, then. Man. I got two big old bags of the miniature stuff just because I'm not full-blown, you know, I can't stock completely up of the full-size. Yeah. So I thought, you know, the first 18 little kids, they're going to get the full-size candy bar and then like And then the screw little, the other kids. And screw the other kids. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Thank you. Um, and, and Moon wasn't here last <laughs> Friday when we, we went over the worst Halloween candies. 
Oh yeah. To give out. Hey, real quick, shout out to uh, Old Village Mercantile for sending in the uh, f- from Caledonia, Missouri, from sending in the candies because my band raided it yesterday. They were going, oh, what are these? Oh, oh, ba- Boston baked beans. The I mean, we were going through all these random candies. We even tried well, the ketchup candy. Well, I sent over a lot of candy. E- yeah, even what tried the, the ketchup, ketchup candy. candy like? How was that? It wasn't that bad. Oh god. It, it was kind of like a sweet tomato. Oh. Well, um, so, <laughs> good. so we had a list last week of the uh, the worst candies. Uh, here's another list. This is from Uproxx. Uproxx is a pretty legit site. Mm-hmm. So these are the worst Halloween candies ranked by how many eggs will splatter on your house. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you hand out any of these candies, I will give you the number of eggs you should expect to hit your house. Dimes. The house across the street always gave dimes. Oh, by the way, so you know what? And we talk about this every year. So Halloween is Tuesday. The night before is Mischief Night. Ooh. Did anybody Devil's ever? Night. Did anybody ever participate in Mischief Night? Uh huh. All the time. See, I never knew of that till Devil's Night. Devil's we called night. it Gate Night. G A T E Gate Night. Why? Wow. That because that's what it was called. Hardcore. Super hardcore. Maybe was- the gates of hell. I don't know. Devil's Night because of the crow. October 30th. But look up, if you could look up gate night, I think it's just one area. Like, I think different areas of the country call it different things. You said there's a T on that? It's a Scottish thing. Yes, Scott. Okay. That's why I made sure I emphasize the T. The gate gate night. The gate night has two possible origins. One theory is that it comes from an old Scottish tradition when young women would attempt various fortune-telling techniques to identify... Their future spouses on All Hallows' Eve. Another theory is that it's called Gate Night because the gates of hell supposedly yeah. open up before and that's the when we night do of our Halloween, which allows demons to wander towns and cause mischief, like Scott Rizzuto. Yeah, that's when we do our eggings and our TPNs. Have you ever egged a house? No, TP'd, forked, soaped. Never forked, never soaped, TP'd, and egged. Wow. Never done any of that. I don't feel great about the egging, honestly. I, I. You shouldn't. Is the rumor true that it like peels paint? Like if you definitely, left it, yeah. Is it definitely? My car got egged by some former friends, and my dad was pissed because yeah. it was. Yeah, there that's was. my car, not his. He went over to that dude's house and screamed at his dad. Well, yeah, it got it got so <laughs> bad in our area, awesome. and, I, and I think now it's pretty much the norm. Uh, they won't sell eggs to kids around this time, <laughs> like around this time of year. Just want to Mis- have brunch. Mischief night, an informal holiday which children, teenagers, and adults <laughs> engage in jokes, pranks, vandalism, or it's, parties. It was vandalism. It was straight up vandalism for us. Known by a variety of names including Devil's Night, Gate Night, and Good Something Night. I can't. Good night. Good To your night. house of siding because it's going to be dripping with eggs. Cabbage night? Oh, goosey night. It's called gate night, devil's night, goosey night, moving night, cabbage night, mystery night, or mat night. And if you work in a police force, booking night. So it'll be fun. Uh, Yeah, and the police would be, you know, they they do their patrols. But, uh, yeah, you run. You run out of the woods. You run away. They can't catch all of us. Am I right? You, you said you forked. Remind me again what the heck that does. You stab forks into the yard, and it just takes forever, and then they have to go through and pick up all the, the forks. And sometimes they break off because of the stupid plastic forks. Yeah, yeah we never forked anybody. I don't, it's, I, it was the dumbest of all It the seemed pranks. like it took way too long. 
Yeah, they seem like the big like risk. The toilet papering was, you could be in there super fast, be done in five minutes oh, and out. Oh, that was so much fun to TP a house. Oh, yeah. Especially when the parents run out and yell, you know. I mean, ah. we, ro- we rolled as a gang. Yeah. And like yeah. everybody had their backpacks. People still do it. I don't see it very, I don't ever see it, it in St. Louis. Our neighbor got so, so nailed. So TP? nailed. You almost have to live in the burbs Dude, where you it, know it everybody. T- it took weeks. They got painted. I mean, there was like there was like glitter and flour. And, well, they I mean, do they the got t-ball. destroyed. Dude. They do you the remember that, Scott? for yep. uh, the football team, like the seniors. Like uh, this was vandalism. Oh, this was straight this, up. This like, was a paintball, paintball gun it. across the front of the house. This was too far. This was Sparta. This, yeah, yeah, this yeah. this was TP glitter. Like the cars were covered oh, covered in bags the, of flour. Once, once you start going stuff. with the paintballs <laughs> and stuff like that, that's too much. I we did saran wrap. Oh, really? We saran wrapped my friend's car. I mean. Oh, my God. Airtight. That's pretty good. That was pretty funny because it takes so long to take it off. Yeah. Because you can't cut it off because it's the car. Yeah. You got to peel it off. And we went. You got to look for the seam. Where's the seam? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you got to like slowly <laughs> peel it off a layer at a time. I like the post-it note ones on the cars, but that takes forever. Yeah, that's going to take a long time. With we, saran wrap, I guess you get an industrial one and you just put you two get the handles on, on it. Two fingers and you can run it. Yep. You can run it. <laughs> You can do it pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, five That's minutes. That's good. Five minutes. Five minute job gives them a 30 minute job, at least getting it off, I'd say. Although now the kids, you know why the kids don't do it anymore? Because everybody's got a ring camera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, everybody's got and ring camera, ring nicer. doorbells. Now the ring cameras they put over the garages. I think kids also think it's just a little dorky. Like it's kind of like an old guy dorky thing to do. I really do. I, I think kids are kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. And it's environment. Like, Toilet paper, it's environmentally no. unfriendly. Yeah, the kids oh, are thinking, kids about, that. thinking yes. about that. Kids are thinking about Some that. Some of them are. Some Works. of them aren't None are it. thinking about that. My None kids of them. are. <laughs> None <laughs> of them are. Yeah. No, you know why the kids don't do it anymore? Because they don't want to go outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it takes time. I don't want to go outside. That's phone. it. Oh, I spent get, my life yeah, outside. Yeah, great idea, Jimmy. They keep, now getting, we gotta... they keep getting caught because they have their ring light on out in the yard while they're TikToking themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reposted. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up? I'm out here TP in Chaz's house. Smash that like button. Yeah. Smash that like button. <laughs> hey Be guys, sure to subscribe. <laughs> hey guys, when you're down the street. <laughs> hey guys. And then the light comes on. Leave a comment, you know. Yeah. Leave a message in the comments. If you like Tell how I, me if, I should... if you like how I threw that roll, make sure Chaz's you. Chaz's dad just got on my live feed. Yeah. He's if, inside the house. If watching. you like how I threw that roll, make sure you like and subscribe. Yeah. And I'm going to break down the best rolls to throw. Which ones have the smoothest and blah blah blah. And... It's probably out there. What's yeah. up? It's brought to you by Charmin. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. They don't want to leave the basement. Yeah. Because yeah. there's Call seems, of Duty to be played. Yeah. Seems like it a lot of work. And they there. might see a girl. It's scary out there. I, I had a guy friend uh, that lives in my mom's subdivision, and he, he has teenage daughters, and so he knew that there was going to be a pack of guys and girls that were going to come through and get his house, like mm-hmm. TP his house. And so somehow he caught wind of this. So he took his duck hunting dog, his lab, and they, they camouflaged themselves in the bushes and waited for these kids to come. And just as he let them get a couple of throws in, and then he was like, mm-hmm. Molly, sick him. And the dog like w- went out running. Oh my God. And then he came out with his paint gun and shot those kids. <laughs> <laughs> so time. This, this is why people aren't going to people's houses because the parents are nuts too now. Dude, so. when I there was a guy. This is crazy. Nuts. That this was not Defending that long his property. ago. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> there was a guy that got so mad because we'd smash his pumpkins all the time that he sat up on the pitch of his house with salt rock. Do you guys know what that is? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, it's basically. It's all, a deer. So the deer yeah. come. 
No. That's, that's a salt, salt lick. lick. Oh, salt lick. Okay, salt sorry. rock was basically like a <laughs> bullet, but it was a salt bullet. Oh. So it was like you got, you know how you got your salt gun for insects? Yeah. Yeah. But it was like an actual round that would like it'd break the skin, man. Oh my god! I think it was like I think he shot it out of like a twenty-two <laughs> rifle. And this oh my dude god! Would sit on his roof and just pick kids off, and he would blast us with salt. Oh my goodness, <laughs> dude! We were under See? fire, and nobody said anything. No parents like went because we couldn't tell. Yeah, because you're there. Because we were vandalizing his home, <laughs> so it was kind of one of those things. Like, hey man, I think my friend told his mom, and then his dad was just like, "Well." <laughs> Won't do that again, will you? you wanna, I mean, it's just a different yeah. time. All I remember you is... You want to live outside the law? You better live yeah, outside the law. Yeah, crazy. Because <laughs> now that'd be a loss. I mean, they're, yeah. if not a giant, like someone's dad physically killing someone, it would yeah. definitely be a lawsuit. But and nationwide story. We egged one house so bad. I could still remember the sounds oh of those eggs. It was like one of those split-level houses with the, with the wood front. Like the wood siding. Uh, Did you egg wood my house? Siding too. And you, and you know what? What I'm talking about the wood siding. Yeah, uh, of course I do. <laughs> so it had little spots on it from the rest of history. Yeah, it's oh got, it's got, man, it's got pores and grains. Yeah, oh uh, man, I, I just remember a dozen eggs mm. just hitting that house. Just blah 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 blah. Man. And then the next day, still still seeing shells <laughs> on the side of the house. It smells so bad. Ugh. Did you, was it funny at the time, or or once you did it, did it feel like, uh-oh, that was not a good choice? Man. I pro- probably at the time, I was like, yeah! <laughs> they were back-to-back <laughs> back weekends, and uh, one of the nights, it was one of those one of those Halloweens that kind of like got real chilly and kind of snowed a little bit, and these guys teepeed me. And the, uh, the night that they did it, it kind of snowed a little bit, so their footprints... They didn't know it. Their footprints had kind of, like, stamped down some of the toilet paper that was on the ground, and I could see, like, the tread. And I was like, oh, okay, that's an Adidas gazelle. And then that's a uh, a Keds something or other. Well, that's you know, Bruno Mali. Oh, my God, at, OJ was here. So I went to school the next day, and I was, like, looking at my buddy's shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man. Can <laughs> let, me see, see bo- let me see all treads. Can I see the bottom <laughs> of your gazelles, dude? And he, yeah. like, shows, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, hey, Greg, can I see your shoes, too? And then he showed me, and I was like, you jackasses, man. Like, that's not even cool. And they, right. they denied it, and I was like, it's definitely them. And then the next weekend, I hear this, eggs hitting my car out in, oh, out in the driveway. Man. And I look out, and they speed off in a minivan, and I'm like, that's Greg's mom's <laughs> minivan. Right. Of course it's you guys. Nothing funnier than the sentence sped off in a minivan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with, know, with the door so open, good. with the sliding door open. It's like, like the A-team? <laughs> yeah. That thing goes from zero to 60 in 2.4 minutes. Yeah, yeah, like in a white Astro. <laughs> the suction boys are out. Yeah, they didn't do it very sneakily. I don't know. We had like weird <laughs> stuff too. We did, uh, we would hide catfish bait. In each other's oh, cars. The liver, the oh, chicken liver stuff. Stinks, oh, that's the dude, worst. Stinks so bad, and oh. we just hide it like under the seats, and it'd take you days to find it because oh. it stinks progressively. Have worse. you known anybody to baloney a car? No. no. I remember hearing about that. Something it's with funny the, though. Something with the paint as well. Oh, it makes, you like, a little they ring. take the paint right off. The really? Bologna? Yeah. If you put hot bologna on a hood. Oh. Hot, like, mm-hmm. If you put hot, you bring in a griddle. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, you put bologna on the hood, and the and the, in, in the sun. sun. Cooks it. Cooks it. Ew. Yeah. And you get rings on the hood. Oh, man. Oh, that's in my belly. Bologna car ringworm. That's alarming. 
Yeah. There's a lot what of bologna been in this us? belly. Oh, man. Getting heated up by my quartet. Imagine what your bologna, what your bologna belly looks like. <laughs> Worth it. Anyway. It's a bologna day miracle. <laughs> anyway. Now, yeah. Again, now I don't think you could. It's bologna stigmata. I don't think you could be a teenager and go buy like four dozen eggs now. That they'll, they'll, they'll card you. an eyeball. They'll card you. It's a big breakfast. Why didn't he shave me and my cream? buddies? Why didn't he? Uh, <laughs> or have you ever filled a, sh- a, a mailbox with shaving cream? No. Oh, what? that's a good one too. Shaving cream. You have to put a stamp a on it. We did that on cars too, and I think that kind of messed up. Pain. That makes that messed up pain. But we would fill mailboxes just with the straight up Barbasol, wow. dude. Man. With expensive as cars are these days, too, can you imagine somebody damaging your car? No. Let's say you know you get a car for your son. Uh, you know, it's, I'm sure it's a cheapie, right? I mean, mine, yeah, yeah. mine was a pile of crap, hand me down, hand me down, hand me down. Mm. And this thing had uh, I had a I had a hole through the door. Uh, it was rusted. I mean, it was a it was two tone rust. You know, real real bad. And even though, like, I mean, even even with that, when the eggs hit it, and I noticed months later that I missed one of the eggs trying to wash it off. It destroyed everything, and it just, like, sucks. But can you imagine that you spent whatever you got to spend on vehicles now for your son oh, no, and I one of his kill. friends exit? Mm-hmm. My dad was bum- My dad never got bummed about nothing. The, the TP, he was like, ah, whatever. And he said, you you know who egged us? And I was like, yeah, man, it was Billy and, and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, get in the car. Straight down to Billy's house, we walk in. It was the weirdest, weirdest interaction I've ever had in that household. I'm sitting at the dinner table, and he's going, "Did you egg? Did you egg that car?" And he finally confesses, and he looks at it, and he looks at Billy's dad. He's like, "That is not this boy's car. That is my car. That is my property." Oh no! The fact that he brought you there, wow, him, is also like. It was Billy's looking at you like you're dead and you're a snitch. Yeah, and you're dead. Uh, Big time cool points when your dad drags yeah. you along to dress everybody down on a fun night. Yeah, it, it was the end of Billy and I's relationship. Yeah. Bye Billy. Snitches. <laughs> Bye Billy. Snitches get stitches. Yo, it wasn't no snitches. It was like, hey, who was the perpetrator? I'm gonna kick your ass, and we're just gonna do it with words this time. Mm-hmm. This time. This time. My dad was. Next time's violence. My dad's a big. Strong, scary man. <laughs> so when he was coming angry, over to say, like, imagine. hey, do whatever you want, but, like, don't mess with my property, man. Yeah. That's not about snitches. That's about standing up for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Hey, you right. violated well, my property. Back to the candy thing. So if you hand down any of these candies, I will tell you how many eggs uh, you should expect to splatter against your siding. Hit it. Uh, tied for 11th, uh, Fun Dip. Fun Dip, uh, the only candy that makes you wonder Am I better off just snorting this? <laughs> Expect one egg to hit your house. Okay. Uh. Tootsie Rolls, tied for 11th. How many eggs will hit your house? One. Uh, Tootsie Rolls. N- nobody's favorite. Nobody's yeah. favorite. Yo, Tootsie Rolls are fine. And, Especially and, if you desperate. get the, the little colored ones. The, and even the in the Tootsie family. Blue and the yellow and the pink. Like the Tootsie Roll pop is vastly superior. Oh, I don't like I, a Tootsie I, pop. I, yes, I'm with Learn. I disagree. I love to give me one or the other. I don't. Okay, need them this both. is from Uprock, so the, don't yell at me. I'm okay, just a messenger I'm sorry. here. I agree. Well, <laughs> what, why the hate on Tootsie Roll, man? Hey. They are always the last thing that that, that is in the bowl. It's desperation candy. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I'll eat that. And Nobody goes for Tootsie Rolls first. It's the Yoo-Hoo of that world because it's not a real. <laughs> it's not even chocolate. It's like, right. what is this thing? It's, it's the thing. Nobody it's goes for Tootsie earwax. If, maybe? if there's a bowl of candy. And you got Butterfingers, you got Milky Ways, you got Snickers. Who is reaching and going, oh, I'll take a Tootsie Roll? Nobody. Your former Zero friend. Zero people. Mm, Zero know, people. Man. Your yeah. former friend. When's the last time a Tootsie Roll let you down? 
I haven't had one. I mean, I haven't chosen to have one in 20 years. A Tootsie Roll is only if there's nothing else left. Just because it's not, well, you if know. if it's the oh, big fat 20 tootsie years. Roll. Just because it's not coming out and, like, you know, screaming, hey, look at me, like I'm a Tootsie Roll. There. It doesn't mean it's not a consistent <laughs> friend. It's, it's never let you down. Never. It's just uh, not a loud mouth. Number 10. What if it's that big-ass Tootsie Roll? Yeah, yeah as long as it's not stale. Look on that. It comes no. in, like, looks segments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On that thing? paper? Oh, yeah, or the cardboard? That was I'm talking the roll, the single rolls. Yeah. Single rolls. So stingy. Uh, hot tamales. Scary. Worst Halloween candies. Number no. 10. Is that, How many um, eggs do you expect good. to hit your house? Two. Is that Mike Two and cartons. Ice, but red? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yes. Yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah, they're What bad. do they taste like? And I've the seen jellies. them. They're cinnamon. Oh, like yeah. cinnamon uh, beans. Fake, fake cinnamon is right out. Uh, you know what's weird is I've seen them like, we mentioned it last week, and I've seen them like five places since we mentioned it. Hot tamales? Saw a restaurant in Kansas City that still had them where you could raw dog a handful right out of a quarter machine. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a thing right, still, right, man. Right. They're still out there. Yeah, like you're feeding ducks. And they yeah. say whoever made this candy has never had a tamale before or a metal filling they wanted to keep in their molars. True. Uh, number nine, dum-dums. Dum-dums. How many eggs should be hitting your house if you hand out dum-dums? Probably two. Gross. See, now that is the that is yeah. the lowest one. These are only for candy dishes at the bank. Period. Yeah. If there's a highlights magazine next to it, it's okay to put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cheap bastard. Yeah. Those are those are just filler. That's a basket filler. And again, at the bank, it's great. We love it at the bank. Anywhere else, we don't love it. Mm-hmm. I actually was at a bank a couple weeks ago, and I was at the teller, and I went, "Ooh!" And because there was a uh, <laughs> free dum dum, free dum dum. Yeah, it's incredible at the bank. Ooh, I made that sound. Ooh. <laughs> Hit Blue me. raspberry, bubblegum, butterscotch, cherry, cotton candy, Dude, the cream butterscotch soda, ones are great. fruit punch, and grape. Those you are like the butterscotch ones. No. Or the root beer ones are good too. Root oh, beer was no, the winner. Buddy. Those the are the standards. The oh yeah, the root beer. Now they also have a coconut pineapple one. Do y'all have that? Mm. I think all dum dums are good. I think I hate dum dums no matter where I'm at. If I'm at the <laughs> like, really? oh, as you're labeling out, as you're running off uh, flavors, I'm like, oh no. The mystery one, mystery flavor. Yeah, but what is it? Nobody knows. Right. <laughs> Uh, number eight on this list, uh, worst candies, is Twizzlers. How many eggs will hit your house if you hand out Twizzlers? Three. I agree. I agree. Twizzlers are bad? And, and I agree with what fan. they say here. I know Twizzlers are insanely popular, but but they shouldn't be. I, I agree. I don't what get it. A, this every, is garbage tier candy. Every friend of mine it's garbage. loved Twizzlers, and it never made but sense do they to really? Me. They always ate it, yeah. I mean, every, everybody What's around the... me always loves those, and I, don't, I, I just can't figure it out. There's you, another brand that has kind of a more round... The ropes. Straw. The candy ropes are better. That's the one? Yeah. Mm. There's one of them that Those I got are introduced to. Sweeter, right? They're like sweeter and a little bit more gummy rather than yeah. a little waxy. waxier. Oh, uh, oh, waxier? Uh, no, the Twizzlers are very waxy. Super waxy. The, the string is what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I like love curve. that. It's fun. But I the like string those. was awesome. The strings yeah. are awesome. That's where it was at. <laughs> <laughs> that was so uh, Number seven is Werther's Originals. Uh, really? How many eggs will hit your house? Four. A good candy, yes. But a dismal Halloween candy. Agreed. Lauren gave me some more, and they're great. I tried my first one last week when you guys gave me it for you know be- becoming a grandpa. And uh, that's from listener Heather. She said I uh, wanted to give those to you. These are good, man. These are good. I've been missing out. Good. I thought they were my grandparents' candy, but mm. good, now they're your good stuff. They're <laughs> now they're your grand- candy, your but not Halloween candy. <laughs> but I almost feel like you need the old man pocket warmth. To really enjoy a Werther's. Oh, which is creepy, but also let me put that quite in your comforting. Pocket. Let me see what no, you got to put one in your pocket. That's just, right. just one. And you got to sit on it for Pant, mm-hmm. pants pocket. So it's uh, like and next to your balls. Close to the- yeah, they're made. <laughs> they're made to be warmed by a 
grandfather's pee-pee. <laughs> a Papa's pee-pee? Papa's pee-pee <laughs> is what gives Werther's Originals yeah, their one-of-a-kind taste. Okay, I'm going to warm... a hot toddy. Papa Moon over here is going to warm this up, and I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, number six is a double bubble. Double bubble is oh, the... Oh, what a waste of... Official bubble gum of the St. Louis Cardinals. The individually, almost like rolled up like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah, it's pink. Twisted up. Um, how many eggs, if you're handing out double bubbles, should you expect to hit your house? Five. Double bubble is somehow the bagged version of baseball card candy. I mean, it's like, it may as well be the same crap that you're giving out for free. You don't break like your tooth so normally. Up, Uprox writes, um, it's fine, <laughs> it's whatever, but loses flavor so fast, you're better off not even eating it. That's what I'm saying. It's not fine. It's not okay. I don't think we should be living in a planet where this stuff is still being made. I'm sorry. What are the That's Cardinals going to do? I mean, they literally chew that in their dugout. So No one does. No way. No, I swear to God. No, they don't. I refuse that reality. I have a photo <laughs> somewhere with a double, a huge bat of it, vat of it in the dugout. I believe it's in there. Sponsors. I just don't know if it's I been in there yeah. since 1985. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's. I think they do it for pranks whenever we're, they do we're, the. We're talking about this, right? The fire pranks, this, this stuff. Uh, These are yeah. the off-brand or the off the, flavors. Yeah. I'm the talking bucket. about the OG. The OG, they're like blue yellow. and yellow, and I then there's pink gum. They punish you for striking out by making you chew double bubble <laughs> when you come way. back to the. This was made in 1928. It's uh, a Philadelphia-based Fleer chewing gum company. So that's they so really they are, is the baseball card crap, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so why is it okay? It's not okay. That we're eating something that was invented in 1928 to be with baseball cards. Like, we know that this is not good. When did the Tootsie Roll come out? Okay. Good wait, point. Wait, what did you just call it? A Tootsie Roll? A Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look who owns Double Bubble. Tootsie Roll. They probably use the same uh, twisting machines. Yeah. Now I'm conflicted. Look at where Tootsie Roll came out. I know. I'm so torn. I'm so torn. Tootsie Roll Industries. Let's see. Uh... 1897 well, years you could, ago. I mean, Are that can be respected. <laughs> okay, uh, fine. Get rid of both of them. Michael says the red vine licorice. That's where it's red at. Vines. That's what it was. Yeah, vines. red vines. That's yeah, where it's you. at. Uh, number five, worst candies, dots. How many eggs should you expect? They your burn house? your house down if you give dots. Six. Yo. Dots are so good and such a hassle. It's it's something that could be so awesome if it was done right. You, uh, I, I mean, have you ever got through, you ever got through like a box of them and been like, oh, I... Just a just a Not one little twist. That's what I mean. If they oh, just God changed moon. it, you, you gotta like you gotta chew it like this. You like <sighs> you like half <laughs> you like half bite and you're, you're like. Oh. They say don't reach for that next dot. It's a trap. It is a trap, but I it's it's an attractive trap. I get it. Uh, number four is Chico stick. What's How that? How many eggs will hit your house? Seven. Um, I think it's like a peanut butter... Chico stick. A Chico stick. No, this stick. is chicken. This tastes like chicken. What? It tastes like chicken? A Chico what? stick. In the world? Yeah, it's like a it's Where like a, it's a savory thing, it looks like. Atkinson no, it's Candy butter. Company. You're on Is it the crack. same as Butterfinger? It looks like a, look, look, look. It's yeah. like a Butterfinger. Churro or something? I've pretty never much, seen this in my life. It's pretty much the inside of a Butterfinger. I've yes. always thought it was like uh, a chicken. Like, like real chicken? chicken? Yeah. <laughs> I literally always avoided it because I'm like, why would anybody want that powdery, weird chicken? So you thought yep. that chicken-flavored candy <laughs> was in the candy aisle. I did. Hey, Up until this moment. I, I refused this at Farm Fresh in the candy aisle. There's okay? plenty of places on this planet that I'm sure have chicken-flavored candy. All right, I will try this. Uh, why is it called Chico Stick? It's disgusting. No. By the very definition of candy. Speaking of a trap, though, I mean, the inside of a Butterfinger is a trap. 
I mean, Butterfinger's so good, but again, I don't know about you guys, but my, you know, I got some crevices in my yeah. teeth, and when you start going through a Butterfinger, you go, this is regrettable yeah, it immediately. It starts out as glass. Yeah. I love then, it. Yeah, one of those that I fell in love with when I was a kid. It becomes something else. It's I don't a know. great texture. It starts out as glass. I also I don't like to the work. the inside of a Butterfinger was its own element. It's yeah, the, it is. It's on it the is. periodic table. Yeah, and I don't want to work to eat C-O, to Chico enjoy my stick. candy. And that's what this is? A Chico stick is... is, is I mean, essentially, it's, it's like, a little yeah. different, but it's disgusting. essentially the same. Never uh, seen that. They that... say, don't be surprised if whoever you give this candy to throws it back at you in disgust and confusion. <laughs> I am that person. They're Peanut not... butter, cane sugar, corn syrup. I don't think they sell these in Missouri. I've never seen. I've never heard of this. Uh, then you got uh, candy corn number three. How many eggs will hit your house? Eight. They say candy corn is awful, and the people who like it are weirdos. Um... All right, Good and Plenty's number two. How many eggs will hit your house if you hand out Good and Plenty's nine? Let's go ten. Uh, it's funny. I still remember the Good and Plenty house in my neighborhood. They say more like Bad and Plenty. I remember the guy. <laughs> I remember the guy who who gave out change like dimes, and if you were lucky, it was a quarter. But it was like dimes, nickels, and pennies. I, I still, when I pass He's that house, guy. I'm always like, "There's the guy that gave out change at Halloween," yeah. and I remember. You go down one block from his house, make a right. The sixth house on the left gave out good and plenty. And all I thought was, yeah, they don't know any children. I feel like when they named it, they went through adjectives until someone agreed, and that became the name. Like, are they good? No. Is there plenty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got plenty yeah. of them. All right. We're done here. <laughs> here, here. Here's cheap licorice. <laughs> got plenty of these things here. For weird adults. I'll tell you what, I'm not even, I really don't even like Mike and Ike. Good and plenty's are horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. They really like are, medicine. right? What a-hole hands those out, honestly. A pharmacist. Sixth house on the left. Like on purpose? <laughs> I almost said the street name. I don't want to say it. You'll have plenty because every time you ask somebody if they want, they'll say, F no. That altogether, that's altogether too strong of an emotion to express over rejecting candy, but that's how bad good and plenty's are. It's also the same guy that yelled at me for playing in the creek behind his house. Same guy. Um, it's all making sense now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Curmudgeon, that good seems, and plenty. That <laughs> seems on brand for somebody who hands out good and plenties. And number one, what's the number one worst candidate to hand out? Go ahead, Moon. Uh, Smarties. Oh, is no, it Smarties? Not Smarties. No, come on. It was last week's, too, when we had that this list is, last week. It better not be what this I This is the is. number one on every list of the worst candies out there. Why am I thinking? Because I thought you would say candy corn for number one, because that's what everybody no. bitches about. Like, I say candy corn is like the nickelback of, of candies. Like it's, I think candy corn at this point is, is cool to hate. Oh, Nico wafers. Oh. oh. Are we all Lemon guessing? No, I said, yes. Oh. I'll shut up. I'm is, that what it, is, that, is that what it is? Nico wafers. Okay, and which ones are those? Those are the ones that look like coins? <laughs> They're the... I like how buttered you are about me guessing it, man. Like, who gives the No, crap? I said it was the same thing as last oh. week. Um, the moon wasn't here last week. I still don't... <laughs> these I still are tongues. don't know if I've had these. No living human likes Necco wafers. None. Zero people. Okay, this yeah comes in the roll. Looks like um, it looks like if Mentos was a company in 1905. <laughs> it's like giving kids tums. Those hearts, it's the little hearts, right? Which is good. No, no, no. You talking about like the Valentine's Day hearts? Yeah, they taste is it the same. I love Valentine's Day conversation. Yes, yes, they kind of taste like that. Then you yeah. love these, right? No, I don't love these. These are not the same. That'd be a really horrible Halloween candy, is the hearts from Valentine's Day. Hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, how old are these? You know when this was introduced? Be mine. Don't worry about it. Get out of here. Eighteen. <laughs> 47. Yeah, I got plenty of them. Slavery. Wow. 1847. 
Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 1847 that the, yeah, they, they were making this. They're still trying to get rid of the surplus. <laughs> we're still, still trying to hand them out. Trying candy, to hand them out. Huh? Um, <laughs> There's a guy named Necromonic in our in our chat, and he says, "Riz, you can't speak for me. I love them. You have to change your name to." <laughs> Nicomonic from now on then because you're the only person. There's one. There's one person. Those things are from 1847. Yeah, 1847. Colonel Ingus has arrived to woo you. (laughs) (laughs) He has brought Neko wafers as a tasty treat for my daughter. They're from Boston. (laughs) That means they were even uh, more of a delicacy in the South. (laughs) This will blow up my character work. Hey, uh, has anybody uh, been having more frequent or vivid dreams this month? Have you noticed? I have. Yeah. Have you really? Well, mm-hmm. I also had one or two nights of actual sleep, so I don't really dream anymore because I don't get enough sleep, but uh, when I get more than five hours or six hours on occasion, I'll have a dream, and I'm like, wow, that was terrifying, but I'm glad to have been back in the alternate realm. Kind of nice. Have you had some vivid dreams this, this month? Yeah, I have. I also, I also think something that uh, affects that a little bit for me is that it's cooler now and I'm sleeping a well, little bit deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for this, guys. If you're having vivid dreams this month, the sleep expert says that uh, as the days become shorter and darkness descends earlier, our internal body clocks must adopt to a new nightly routine. Mm-hmm. As days become shorter and darkness descends earlier, our, homo- our hormones responsible for sleep increase. This adjustment can influence the frequency and vividness of our dreams. So our most common dreams this month are about uh, nudity and hair falling out. Huh. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just no. (laughs) Yours are not about nudity or hair falling out? No, I had a dream about my dead dad. uh, And so that was a spiritual visit, possibly. Um, And then last night I, I dreamed vividly. I can't. I, I've lost it. You know how you forget your dreams mm-hmm. real fast. Like, but I was yeah. somewhere weird last night, man. But I don't think my hair was falling out. My, I mean, in real life, my hair was falling. You just out. know you were somewhere weird, but you can't remember where. Yeah, I can't remember what huh. the situation mm. was. Were you naked? No. Huh. You know what? I dream often. Do you guys have recurring dreams or or situations? Oh yeah. yeah. Like my, I dream constantly. I'm in bathrooms. Like either showering or hmm. just in a bathroom having a conversation or like it's, it's just because you got to pee. No, I it, it's not. Huh. I don't know what it is. What's your recurring dream, Riz? I don't have recurring dreams. None. You've never had the same dream twice or a similar dream twice. Not that I know of. You should see someone about that. Or like mode. a situation. Uh, mine are typically places. They're not. They're, they're not scenarios that repeat. They're places that I find myself in. Typically, oh. typically houses or particular buildings. Interesting. Which is, which is supposed to represent you have recurring is, dreams supposed gone? to represent like your I, life I haven't in years when I was a little kid I did and it was a it was one of those scary ones for some reason but it looked like I was in a basement like the old school basements you know they're all concrete and there was one light hanging down and I was sitting in a chair and someone was coming over with razor Wow. Oh. That's all I remember of it. Like a scooter? Have, okay. Psycho. Yeah, the scooter. I used to have a recurrent right, one about guy. a sunrise, a particular sunrise, that I actually always took as mm. a good sign. Well, yeah, that's nice. I dream that I'm trying to, I, this, and it sucks, it's the worst dream in the world. I'm usually trying to protect someone I care about deeply, and I'm like in slow motion. I feel like I'm in concrete. And I'll be, there'll be like a dark figure trying to attack them. Yeah, I've like had that. those dreams too. Not... Then I'm in slow motion. It almost feels like you're underwater. Or then like I'm trying to do something, but it's in slow motion. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't become full speed. Yeah, I like. I'll try to punch the person or try to like get them off of the. Usually, it's like my son or my. It's been. It's different people that I care about, but it'll always be like a powerless like. Doink. 
Like, I'll go to hit him, and it'll be like, Ugh. I've had that dream, and too. And then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's really, it's it's like, in the moment, it's like one of the worst dreams in yeah, the I've world. Yeah, I've had that dream, you too. you feel where... like you're, uh, someone's harming someone you care about, and you're powerless. I'm it's, sure it's... that that's probably, don't have to dig too deep to find the meaning behind it, but. It's not It's not harming somebody else. For me, it's, it's either trying to protect myself. Get away. Or do something I just can't because I'm in, yeah, I'm, I'm almost at half speed as as everybody else is at full speed. Have you ever died in your dreams? Uh, no, no, I thought you can't. I have seen myself die in multiple dreams. Mm. So, like, that, that whole thing, like, if you die in your dreams, you die here because your heart stops or something like that. I don't know if that's true because the time that I died, I was on, I was in a canoe on a on a river. And there was, you know, like a like a like a stick or something sticking out of the or like a log sticking yeah, yeah. out of the water. It was like that. And I put my hand out and this spider bit me and I died. And I went like into like uh you know apparition like a, mode? Almost, yeah, like ghost mode or angel mode and, and saw my dead body floating in a canoe down. Dang. Oh, that's right. Hey, speaking of spiders, I do want to bring this up. And, and that's recurred multiple times. And this is a nightmare for real. Oh. It's a woman from Missouri. I don't know where she's from. I tried to look up if she's from this area. But a Missouri woman has gone viral with a before and after video of herself at a medical office. In the first part of the video, she just found out that there's something curled up inside her ear. And she's waiting for the nurses to flush it out. In the second part, she's in tears saying it was a live spider. <laughs> and she was so grossed out that she threw up. So the spider crawled into her ear. Oh no! While she was sleeping. See? <laughs> no, the whole thing. The adage is your mouth, like you swallow eight spiders a year or something like that. Well, here's this woman from Missouri talking about it. Well, they confirmed that there is something in my ear. She goes, "There's something in there. It's not a moth." I am so embarrassed, first of all, because that's so gross, and I'm a clean person. It's an uneasy feeling. And you're clean, don't worry, but spiders can be anywhere. Sure. She, the same girl from New York. <laughs> oh, with the, I'm the, crying because I have a nine to five job that I can't handle. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not saying it wouldn't suck, but like, it seemed like a little over, a little the, over top. the top. Yeah, a little over the top. Okay, calm, calm down. down I'll put it back in there if you don't stop. <laughs> That's the noise you make whenever they tell you they couldn't remove it. Yeah, yeah no yeah. kidding. Yeah, we can't get it out. That's when you start crying. Yeah. She said uh. she threw up. Well, here's here's a um, a follow up video from the woman uh, telling you what kind of spider it was. Like a hundred other people want to see a picture of the spider. I wanted nothing to do with it when it left. Yeah, so small little black fuzzy jumping spider. Everyone's comments telling me I'm a really great storyteller. Okay. Oh, I'm a really great best. storyteller. Thank mm. you. Jumping spiders are so cool. They are cute. Those Not are when they land in your ear. Well, they no. seem very smart too. They are, dude. They uh, you can like you can you can tame them and and train them. <laughs> Telling you, Fancy was cool as heck, man. Fancy loved me. Oh, well, that was a jumper. Yeah. The Fancy, Fancy's brother was in that woman's ear. Mm. Yeah, mm. yo, Fancy, Fancy pulled two years. R.I.P. <laughs> fancy had a good life. Um, another uh, spider in an ear story. Uh, <laughs> A woman, okay, so this woman heard loud noises in her ear. Uh, this is a woman from Taiwan, a 64-year-old woman. 
they found a spider had shed its exoskeleton in her ear canal. So in a medical journal, she, they say she had woken to the feeling of, of a creature moving inside her left ear. Mm. And the woman heard incessant beating and clicking and rustling sounds. Oh. Wow. And she heard it for over four days. So it was like crawling around and trying to shed its exoskeleton inside her ear for four days. Where Again, clicking and, and a beating sound and Jeez. rustling. A little naked spider somewhere. So she she didn't go to the doctor until she couldn't sleep through the noise because it was constant. And physicians found this live spider hanging out in her external auditory canal. Spider and exoskeleton were removed via suction and the woman's uh, symptoms were cured immediately. Good night, everybody. Have you guys ever done the ear candling to get all the exoskeletons out of your ears? <laughs> exoskeletons? No. No. Have you? My no. wife's done it. No, I've always wanted to do it. Like, do they just pour the wax in and then they pull it out and it's just this nasty, hairy... I don't like, know how they do it. It's a hollow looking thing. Oh. I honestly think it's a scam. Oh. I've done it. I could be wrong, but it's like a hollow, so it looks almost like a, a like if you twisted a piece of paper up, but it's wax. wax and you pipe. put it in your ear, and as it burns down, the smoke is supposed to pull wax out of your ear, mm -hmm. but it's a candle. It's made of wax. So as it melts, you look inside the tube, and you're like, look at all the wax in there. And I'm like, yeah, it's a candle. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure made it's of wax. candle wax. <laughs> right. But uh, Spider Lady uh, from Farmington. I swear, Maya. Interesting. Shout out to Farmington. Yeah. Farmington. What's up, Farmington? Spider lady. Scariest place in Missouri right now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I see dead people. Um, just a couple leftover stories that I hadn't gotten to this week. Um, anybody been to Taos, New Mexico? Yes, I love it. Briefly. You've really been there? I've really been there. It's one of my favorite places I've ever been. Briefly. That's, that's uh, one of the spots that they do the... Um the Earth Pod, uh, no, what's it called? Earth Pod? The Earth know. Houses? Yeah, what, what do they call it? Earth Shuttles? No. Uh, Earth Ship. Earth Ships, yep. What the hell is that? That's a... It's like a house made of like a completely like just like a... Organic like recycled materials. Organic oh, like, well. Dude, they're, dude, they're incredible. They're cool. They're like spaceships. But I know... Taos, New Mexico. I know Taos is... What happened? They're pretty cool. Having some issues what? right now. What? what? That's what where happened? your dirt's from. I know. What are you going to say? <laughs> no, I mean, if there's something Shemayo, weird going yeah. on there. They really don't want a new Starbucks going in. Oh, no, dang. dude, it's, it's a it's a very like yo, you come into this community and kind of like live how we live, or yeah, don't come apparently here. the people of Starbucks are finding that out. What, uh, like, wait, is this like um, it, 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 it almost <laughs> se it almost seems like you know how Idaho's like a hey man, we're like we're preppers here, uh -huh. we're all gonna die, but we're gonna be ready. I, you know, like the, those yeah, kind of folks. Yeah. New Mexico's like a. Hey man, we're good. we're gonna do things super eco this and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And if you don't want that, like please never come here. So so people go to Taos, New Mexico. Uh, I mean, art museums and historic adobe buildings and Gorgeous. skiing actually too. Like it's skiing, oh, yeah. it's real cool. Except for everybody's getting priced out now. It's super expensive. It used to so be like friendly. They wanted to put a standalone Starbucks in there, and they keep burning it down. What? Well, yeah. Burning it down? Burning it down. It's an environmentally friendly way to get rid of it. So the first standalone <laughs> Starbucks was announced in Taos in late August, and it immediately sparked, like, the locals versus big corporations debate. Uh-huh. Uh, and the locals were not happy. Um, and the construction site was set on fire less than a week after the project was made public. 
So the first fire was August 30th. Burned the front facade of the store, and somebody spray painted "Fno" on the window. <laughs> it's a hippie town, though. Like Super, it's, you know, yeah. like it, so. I understand. I mean, I don't like that they're burning it down, but like <laughs> I could see you go there. It's all local stuff, like local yeah. shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Um, it's so cool, man. Wow. It is. It is a. Cool. Easy going hippie town with a ski valley called Towski Valley owned by a billionaire named Louis Bacon. Yeah, man. It's a it's, nice, easy going. Louis Bacon, huh? It's, it's we don't hip- like big billionaire companies coming in here. Now get off my ski lift. I've taken well, that ski lift. It's hippie, but it's like not it's not, not Colorado hippie. It's like desert hippie. So the second fire this week really burned funny. the entire thing down. I mean, so they they started rebuilding again. And then this next fire just took the whole thing out. Wow. Gone. Gone. Are they done with this idea? Well, they've already got two Starbucks in grocery stores, so no standalones. Yeah. (laughs) Did anyone look at the local coffee shop and ask questions? I'd start Uh, there. No, we're good. (laughs) Uh, We're all about the environment. So the the fires, (laughs) you know, set it off a discussion on social media. Was the arson justified? I'm going to go ahead and no. say that. I don't think any arson is ever justified. Some Reddit users in, in Tao seem to think, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they said they wanted to buy uh, Tao's flaming Starbucks stickers after the first fire. Wow. They Dark say lives. large chains such as Starbucks are literally designed to extract value from the places where they are and place that value in the pockets of Howard Schultz and his shareholders. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people like uh, this person wrote, uh, I'm for sure not a fan of Starbucks uh, and don't want to see a third in town, but arson, come on, people. Come on. Come What's on. What's the deal with all this arson? Arson, come on. And do they buy those, the big uh, match company diamond match and support that big business and use that to create that fire? Is that the, located there? No, no, you oh. know, but they're just. Oh, that'd be ironic. Yeah. If Using the Diamond Match Company of Taos, New Mexico, <laughs> big match there, yeah, we will not. Big match strikes cow again. Mm-hmm. a big match. Uh, well, the ATF's involved now, so yeah. Man, are they going to come in and be like, "Yep, they burnt it." Yep, it's, I would it move was to on, Taos. It was on fire. Like that's one of those places you go visit, and I, I like left, and I go, I, I could live here. If they I only built there. a Starbucks. That's where you would retire. Uh, yeah, that oh. might be where I'm Dude, at. It's, it's pretty rad. Tim, we're packing up the solar panels. We're the, going. Going la- to house. In the last ten years, the property values and and houses. I was because I was looking at one of those earth earth uh, earth ships. Mm-hmm. Yo, so expensive. Oh yeah. I don't cool. even know what that is. So oh, it's made of like, let me show you some of these. Because it's like a house made of recycled things. It's like a circular house made of re- like very uh, eco conscious, made of materials. You're you're in the ground. Some of them are built into uh, yeah. cliffs and but whatnot. The, but they're all they're so the, dude. They're all so creative. Yeah. None of them look the same. It's like so cool. like look at these things, dude. Oh, ugly. They look like little uh, stone houses. This is City this Museum. Is coo- yeah, man, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, imagine living Whoa, in this. Whoa, that's museum. a cool one. Solar panels. Usually they're self-sustaining. Like, uh, I, th- I mean, that's the point of them, I-, I believe, is to be self-sustaining. So they're built into the like earth. Starbucks so that- too much. So they can kind of cool themselves. <laughs> Solar panels. Like they'll, they'll have, like, water... Um, uh, like water collection systems, gardens, yeah. all those kind of things. Airbnbs out there, earth ships. But do they have a pumpkin cream cold brew? No. They don't. Mm. Not anymore. That's a problem. That's, that's gone. That ship that's is a problem. Look, like, it's, come on, man. Riz, you don't want to stay in something like no, this? No, that's cool looking. That's, oh, that's cool hell. looking. All right, I could handle this. Yeah, I say we all move there. And it's all desert, you know, motif. Like, this is this is my vibe, guys. This it's is just where... an interesting take from the town. To burn the stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I looked up this yeah. Lewis Bacon guy, and he is a philanthropist for like conservation efforts, but he runs a global hedge fund headquartered in New York, London, and Hong Kong. Hmm. Well, we at Taos. So if you're worried we... about people extracting value from your community, I got a newsflash for you, Taos. It's already happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wonder how many people that ski resort employs. Maybe. But These earth houses are not building themselves. That's right, but. Earthship. Starbucks Earthship, isn't self serve, buddy. <laughs> um, locally here, uh, this is from Fox 2's website a St. Louis man admitted to selling hundreds of fake temp tags and other counterfeit items uh, during a federal court hearing. 35 year old Mario Cooks pleaded guilty to three felony counts of fraudulent transfer and, uh, of an authentication feature. He admitted to producing 27 fake insurance ID cards and an undisclosed number of fake dealer license plates. He's not making any money, dude. Everybody's got their temp tags that they got from the dealership, and they are... Well, he was selling the <laughs> fake temp tags own. for 60 bucks each, fake dealer plates for 650 each. This guy has a little, little business going. Rafe, do you have temp locally. tags still? Why would you pay more than regular license plates yeah. to get fake temp tags? <laughs> All right. I guess the commitment. Well, because when well. you get plates, you need inspections. You need personal property tax receipts. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think Scott hit it on the head too. Commit, commit crimes, or commit crimes. You yeah. got a tag that's not trackable. That's good for you to run amok for thirty days, sixty days, something like that. Cost you whatever this cost you. Six fifty for fake dealer ta- uh, fake uh-huh. dealer plates. Sixty bucks for fake, uh, fake temp tags. Crimes or I, I haven't paid the taxes on my car. Because mm-hmm. we just uh, bought out my wife's car uh, from her lease. And, yeah, I mean, it's just like buying a new car. Like, I had to go to the DMV. Had to get the inspection. Mm-hmm. Had to get the personal property tax thing. Like, they wanted all that stuff. Did you have to go to, I still have to go to Market Street or somewhere and get? She went up to St. Anne. There's a place in St. Anne. Uh, to get the personal property yeah. tax waiver or yeah, whatever? Yeah. She had to go up to St. Anne to do it. There's a place in Clayton, and there's a place up in St. Anne. She went up to St. Anne to do it. To get per- the personal property tax waiver. waiver? Yeah. Oh, maybe I can do that. They gave me some address like down on Market Street. Oh, I don't know. Maybe because you like live the in the city. government building. And I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to mess with that right away. Yeah, but once you got all the paperwork done. Yeah, but it's like it was- three trips. Missouri is so much harder than Illinois. It's insane to me how much more difficult they make it to get a license plate oh, here. Yeah, well, you have to jump through 4,000. The worst is... They're trying to change it, I think. Right? The worst is when you go to the DMV and after waiting and you have something missing, like a missing document. Oh, yeah. I stood in line forever. Even they yeah. feel bad. Even the DMV people feel bad. The woman said to my wife, because she went up there and didn't have the personal property tax waiver. Can't they after, look that up? After a second... not. Not if you're not in the system, because she didn't own the car, and I don't own my car, so we're not in the whatever. But they made her go to. They made her go up to Saint Anne, and the woman felt so bad. She goes, "When you come back, you don't even have to wait in line." Oh, oh nice. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. Shout guys- out, hey, shout out to a nice lady at the DMV. Holy you sure you're at the DMV, dude? Yeah, I was this just might have my... been a dream you had. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm getting bit by spiders. I was you're... naked and my hair was falling out. You're skipping yeah. lines. Because if you guys want to skip the lines and stuff, I have a buddy that I haven't been able to reach him in a couple of days, but uh, he does temp <laughs> hey. tags and, and uh, fake plates, man. If you need him, he's a good guy. Yeah. 
All right, before we uh, before we move on, we do have to crown the Craigslist Freak of the Week. That's right. So we're in the quarterfinals. We're in the quarterfinals. So uh, yesterday we had uh, two champions. Mm-hmm. Two champions go at it. One of these ads, based on your votes, will be moving on to the semifinals. Now, we've already had Skatatui go through last week. Boom. Going through. This week, it's either <clears throat> Super Smash Brothers or Preg Baruby. And based on your votes... With 66.7% of your vote, we say congratulations and welcome to the semifinals. Wow. The number seven seed, ladies and gentlemen, Craig Barubi. Man seeking pregnant woman, 53 years old, Halifax. Baby bump and looking to hump, this is exactly what it sounds like. I'm only aroused by pregnant people, preferably six months or higher, as this is when you will definitely be showing. Expecting mothers do it for me. I lose control when I see a woman giving off that motherly glow as she waddles towards me with her large round belly. The bigger, the better. And heavy knockers filled with milk. <laughs> <laughs> Baby isn't the only one who wants a bottle. If I can put my hands on your swollen tummy and feel the baby kicking, that will really set me up for next level pleasure and excitement. Hearing this, you may be thinking I'm a weirdo who gets off on what's considered taboo. And maybe that's partially true, but... After years of therapy, I realized I was the oldest sibling, and I lovingly watched my mommy prepare to deliver my younger sister, and that manifested into this fetish for me. At least it isn't a full-on Oedipus uh, complex. It's just a dude who thinks all pregos are his cup of tea. But if you look like my mom, that's not a deal breaker. In fact, it's a bonus. She had brown hair and blue eyes, so feel free to send pics. After we have sex, can we pretend the baby is mine? I can keep a secret. The real daddy doesn't need to oh, know. Congratulations. We'll be moving on. And we say goodbye to uh, Super Smash Brothers. These were the uh, the fellas, the brothers. The one wanted to get a, uh, a lady of the night for his younger brother's 30th and mm -hmm. then join in on the fun. Yeah. Yeah. After about 45 minutes. But cool guys. Cool, cool guys. <laughs> Cool, guys. You guys had a good run, so congratulations. You made it to the quarterfinals, but alas. It was a good lose. run. Yeah, you lose to Preg Baruby. And thank you all for your votes. Uh, next week's matchup will be Lady Kaka versus Pooter McGavin. Nice. <laughs> the Dookie Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Is that the Dookie Bowl? I think so. <laughs> Just judging by the names. Yep. Uh, hey, before we... Uh, Shout out the Team Riz member of the day. We have to shout out the sponsors of our heads. Oh, yeah. And we start with Moon, and uh, all these companies have made very generous donations to the Song Society. Great, uh, great organization that uh, it's music therapy for kids going through illness. That's right. And River City Tree Service was kind enough to donate. RiverCityTreeService.com. These are my guys for all things tree talk. License and insure, tree removal, tree trimming, storm damage, residential and commercial. They do it all and have since 2008 in our area. Uh, you can get a free quote on the website. You can even join their team. Uh, get a hold of them by calling 314-270-8071. 
Uh, and the website is RiverCityTreeService.com. Thank you guys very much for your donation. Thank you, River City Tree Service. Learn your hat. Yes, the Elder Emo Co. is a woman-owned clothing brand. And they donated to the Song Society. And I love this because, you know, if you're a punk or you've been into alternative music or maybe you love emo still, this is a brand for you. And I love that it's woman-owned. Uh, so find them on all the socials. You can shop at ElderEmoCo.com. It was never a phase. It's a lifestyle. All right. Thank you, Elder Emo. I met her last week. Lovely. Lovely guy. That's cool. Uh, Rafe. Very cool. Fired up. Jellies and jams. A whole lot of sweet with just a little heat. There it is. That's the heat. Sinful Peach Habanero and Strawberry Vanilla Rhubarb are award-winning brands from Fired Up Jelly and Jams, and they are available right now at Schnooks in the deli section, or you can order online at FiredUpJ&J.com. Thank you, Fired Up Jellies and Jams. King Scott. Get ready for a spooktacular Halloween costume contest presented by EPC over in St. Charles right there at 70 in Cave Springs. And they're going to do this till the 31st of October every day from 8 to 5. So go in there and they have all kinds of great prizes for the most creative costumes in kids and adult categories. Plus, they have exciting tech deals right now uh, going through the 28th of October. You can get a Dell Latitude 5400 laptop with Windows 11 for only 199 So make sure to go to EPC, win some great prizes. Prices, get some great deals. They're absolutely amazing, and they're, uh, they have a cool 3D printer, so go check it out. All right. Uh, thank you, EPC, and thank you to Bombshell Construction Services for being my hat of the week and their generous donation to the Song Society. Bombshell Construction Services specializes in high-end residential and commercial development. Check them out on Facebook, and you'll see why it isn't built until it's bombshell built. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Me too. All right. And that is brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Granite City, Illinois. Alyssa Bogard is what? our yeah. Team Riz member of the day. Alyssa listens to the Riz Show every morning before work. Loves how the guys treat each other like a dysfunctional family, but a family nevertheless. Huge fan of the banter and jokes the gang shares every day and all the experiences with the band she's gotten a chance to see over the years. Alyssa loves the morning news and all the games that are played daily as well. Well, thank you, Alyssa. Alyssa Bogard from Granite City is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hi, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Locally owned and family owned since 1976 and today the area's biggest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through the end of October at all 43 store locations, Dobbs is having a major tire sale event. The buy three, get one free tire event and they want you to drive in today to save big on your next set of Goodyear or Cooper tires because when you you buy three select Goodyear or Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. But it gets better. When you combine your purchase with the manufacturer rebates, you'll save even more on your new set of Goodyear or Cooper tires. Click on GoToDobs.com for complete details and for info about all their money-saving October deals, not only on quality tires, but on expert auto service too. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. GoToDobs.com. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players 
and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, it's Garth Brooks. Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And down at Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite Garth songs all day long. Now, that's a great combination. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833. 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials. At R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Crap on celebrities here in just a moment. Rafe's e-memoriam coming up. Friday fail stories coming up. Comedian Tony Rock in studio. Packed show. Packed show today, yeah. Try to give away some stuff as well. Tony Rock is uh, Chris Rock's brother. He's at Helium this weekend. Uh, and that guy's got an interesting, interesting story. Like they, He comes from a family of eight brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah. And the mom apparently fostered like 17 other kids. Wow. And they're from Brooklyn. Uh, and and I can't imagine how many people they squeezed into a Brooklyn apartment. Right. And just trying to vie for attention. Jeez. Let's get into it with them. Let's We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. What's the uh, Dr. Seuss one? Is it the Who's? The, uh, the Horton Hears a Who? Where the Horton. dad is like going through the... Uh, it's like He's got like 200 kids. And he... Gives like kid time, and he's sitting at the table, and they, they just kind of come up, and they each get like six seconds. I thought Horton hears a who is the elephant. Yes, and he hears a who, uh, because it's like Whoville on the on the living on the flower. Huh. Yeah, right. And isn't isn't one of the characters like a dad with like five hundred kids? And there's there's some scene where they're all kind of lining up. All right, yeah, you got like, six hi, seconds. Like, hi, dad, how's it going? Everything good? See ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, dad, how's it going? <laughs> well, it's got to be exhausting for the for the dad. 
to feign interest in how the kids' days were. Yeah, think yeah. of how much yelling and, I mean, his arm get tired from all the beating. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. How it was, was like, your It was day? like that with my dad, but he only had three. Yeah. How was your day? Uh, um, uh, it'll come to me. Uh, come, uh, Scott. Scott. Yes. Scott's your name, right? It was all right. What grade are you in now? <laughs> Uh, I know King Scott's always wanted to be in a movie. Yes. The speaking role, though, right? Yeah, a featured role. Because nah, I've done the extra stuff before, and it's really cool to see a blurry spot on the screen. You're like, I yeah. think that's me. There's a there's a casting call. A movie extras wanted in St. Louis for upcoming film. Uh, the movie's going to be called On Fire. Yeah. It's going to start filming in St. Louis next month. Uh, there's a call for locals to help. Do you know about this movie? Yeah, I got a casting call from my agency. Wow. Hey. Yeah, dude. Like, hey, man, you want to be an extra? That's <laughs> the best. Oh, you got yeah. a casting call like, yeah. for an extra? Yeah, yeah, just for this. Role. Okay. Just for this, not uh, for anything, uh, not for any speaking role. Well, do you know who's in the movie? Yeah. Who's Who? in the movie? Me. Starring Rafe Williams. Starring Rafe Williams. Die On hard. fire. Starring On Rafe fire. Williams. Die Hard Six. No, do you know who's attached to this? No, I don't. William H. Macy. Oh. Very wow. Cool. Uh John Corbett, who Oh my god, Aiden from Aiden Sex, from Sex, in, Sex the in the City. City and, and my big fat uh, Greek wedding. Also cool. So yeah, it's, it's a this is a, a big movie. Is this a rom com? No, it's it's a, it's a true story of a guy from St. Louis who I think when he was nine years old, was playing with matches and gasoline in in the garage and oh. burned a hundred percent of his body. Golly, what? And now Wait he's a like a now he's like a motivational speaker. It's a it's a it's an inspiring story. It's called On Fire. So William H Macy is going to play Jack Buck. Good cast. Wow. Yeah, I can see it. yeah, I could see it too. That's kind of cool. That's neat. Man. Uh, and they're filming it in St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, they're filming it in St. Louis. Or, and, Must again, need guy, the arch in the background. It's a guy from St. Louis. How are they filming with the strike and all that? Great point. Uh, I don't know. Crews expect hmm. to shoot for the film in St. Louis between November 6th and December 9th. Anyone interested in a potential big screen appearance? Uh, but you know what? Maybe they're doing maybe they're doing the extra stuff. You're going to apply online. Oh, well, they're right, looking right. for non-union background extras. Exactly. Yep. So, non-union. Yeah, so it's all Okay, it's all, it's so all they're the getting all that, that prep done. Okay. Yeah. If you well, can... I'm non-union, so if you need a speaking role, yeah. I'm, I'm eligible. Organizers ready. are searching for background extras or people who could appear in a non-speaking capacity within the film. Yeah, mm. but then I'm a legit. I'm a pro. I've been paid. I never Let's know if it. I'm in the union or not because uh, with SAG after, I, I guess I am. I am in the union, but I don't get. No, you wouldn't I'm be eligible. In the part of it. I don't get in the insurance. I'm eligible. I have to pay the next one if I do any of that stuff. But. I think you have to be in the acting wing of it. Like there's you different, do? yeah, because when I was in, Cause I don't Zach, remember, and I was in the radio side of things. Mm, yeah, but uh, this is like a performer thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen the division in that. Well, you're I, out. I get, then. I get the letters all the time, like That's vote on this, vote on me. that. Uh, let me see here. On Fire is based on the book uh, On Fire: Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life, which was written by John O'Leary, St. Louis guy, based on his experiences as a burn survivor. Uh, Sean McNamara is the director. Uh, let me see here. Looking for 18 and older, non-union. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I got I got how much you'd be paid, too. So if selected for extra work, the payment is 96 bucks for eight hours of work. Hmm. Extras generally work 12 to 13 hours on set and must be available to stay on set for the entire 12 to 13 hours for continuity purposes. 
After eight hours of work, an overtime uh, rate will be paid, minus any meal breaks. There you go. 96 bucks for eight hours of work. Still, it's pretty fun. Sure. That's where I got the the time I did, I met Clooney and Danny McBride. So it was a pretty oh, here we special go. moment. Uh, was that for Up in the Air? Yeah. Adult extras will portray background roles such as college students, which I'd be great at, right? Frat boy. Yep. Frat boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So looking for college students, hospital employees. I could do that as well. I'm very versatile. You are. If uh, you guys are looking for anybody. Great beard. Uh, diner patrons. Oh. That's, that's I could eat. I could right eat. now. I could eat for hours. Mm-hmm. I could pretend to eat for even longer. Prisoners. Definitely. Drivers. Mm-hmm. Professional baseball players. Hey. Huh? Look at that. Fundraising gala attendees. I've done that before. <laughs> I knew. Is that for this movie? Yeah, they're looking for yeah these. If you're an extra, you I may knew. be in one of these kind of roles. So there is a, and she's great, and we should go down there sometime. Joni Tackett casting in Kirkwood. She does a lot of casting for movies, and I'm that's where this my call came out of her office. When you go in her office, it's all like, all the posters are like, for the love of the game with Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the one where Whoopi Goldberg coached the Knicks? Wasn't that oh, Sister Act? Oh, yeah. No, no. No, no it's a big movie. movie. It was a big movie, too. It was a good movie. It was actually pretty good. But anyway, it's all these big sports movies. And I'm like, oh, man. Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, yeah, that's there it. There you go. Eddie. I can do any one of these roles, by the way. Juana, man. Construction worker, Bush Stadium employee, mm-hmm. audience member listening to John O'Leary speeches, college graduation attendees. I could see being a beer man at Bush. Airport. Tra- me? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not speaking. It's good to hear this, though. The point of that story beer. was I asked her when I was in there, I was like, wow, you cast all these movies? You cast like Kevin Costner and Whoopi Goldberg? She goes, no, no, I cast the people in the stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like this kind of special. Yeah. yeah. So when you said Bush Stadium, I was like, now I know what the call's for. Airport travelers uh-huh. and wedding guests. Oh, definitely me. Yes. Dude, you can double up on this. Easy. You know this, uh, the casting director? Uh, I would this? imagine that Joni is probably involved. Yeah. Get the Riz show in this movie, even if it is extras. Hey. All of us. Nice. Make a call. We'd all do it. We should all do yeah. it. All right. I mean, if you guys really want to do it, I, do I, I would love to. Okay. We, 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 we need the spot, though. <laughs> I would love to. Which <laughs> scene has... I mean, we still have to audition. It's not a... Oh, it's a lock. What's, yeah. Well, uh, it's what, a lock. What yeah. scene has the smallest amount of people in it uh, that'll be... Most likely will be on uh, screen? Bush Stadium, probably. Here. Yeah, we no, could be diner patrons. Diner patrons. There we go. That's Riz, what we need. This is your audition. Look in the yes. camera right now. Yeah, we did okay, that for I'm, Food Network. I'm yep. gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an emotion. <gasps> I want you to convey to the people that are watching. Are you stupid? Okay. Okay. God. okay uh, shock, and awe, sadness. <laughs> <laughs> constipation uh, was more. There we go. Oh, constipation. They're, they're uh, out of ramen. Uh-huh. Lovingly looking at your soulmate. Just the saw hell? the just saw the waitress grab your tuna on rye, and you know it's coming to the table. Hey. She hasn't, she hasn't refilled your coffee You're getting a line. You're getting a line. Wow. A regular uh, Michael Kine. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. Expect That's to see it. me at the Oscars. <laughs> extra of the year. Dude, you know extra be, of the you year. You know what would be awesome is if we could somehow weasel our way into them writing a scene where the guy, the burned guy is getting interviewed by a radio crew. There we, we go. We all get a line. She's like, put it in the movie. Yeah. We'll come in Why here, not? we'll film it, make it look 
Make it built in audience. I know. I'm assuming Hollywood. Jack Buck's in it. This is not, uh, this is a period piece of some kind. Yeah. 80s. Uh, where is the casting call? Somebody's asking. Go to a Fox News website and there's all the info on there. You, gotta, you can apply online. I'll share it yeah. from our socials. Yeah, it's probably going to be any empty uh, mall. That's always where they do them here in St. Louis. Uh, the film has scenes that span the 80s, 90s, 2000s, uh, 2000 to 2010. Okay. So we're gonna have to get haircuts. We're gonna get haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be willing to bet you could probably go to backstage.com too. Usually those are like if there's open casting calls, you can go on there and find your city and they'll tell you what's in there. If anyone's interested. I'm now interested in agent. this guy's story, by the way. John O'Leary. Mm-hmm. I saw pictures of him as a kid when he was in the burn unit. 100% of his body was burned. So is John Corbett gonna play him and they're gonna put Aiden in like burn? Skin, like, is that no? There's oh. somebody else. I don't know. Who... I didn't know you could survive a hundred percent. Yeah, that's wow. wow. He had a one percent chance of survival. One percent. Holy crap! He, and he beat the name? odds. John O'Leary. And the story goes, he was, uh, I think it was six or nine, that's so but he was mad. in his garage playing with gasoline and matches, like he saw older kids doing, and he went up. Dang. Boom. Man. Uh, all right, today is October the 27th. Back in the day, 85 years ago, 1938, DuPont announced the name for its new synthetic yarn. They called it? Yes, the- nylon. Nylon. Yes, mm. nylon. 57 years ago, 1966, it's The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown aired for the first time on CBS. My wife hates that movie. I don't get it. She hates strange things. I think she hates the Muppets, too, and that's really very, very, <laughs> it's very weird. And you're still married to her. I know. Crazy. That's the only thing we've got that's that's a, a, a problem. Uh, 41 years ago, 1982, Prince releases his fifth record, 1999, featuring the hits Little Red Corvette and the title track, of course. 32 years ago, 1991, the first U.S. death resulting from bungee jumping happened. Happened in Paris, California. Hal Mark Irish, jumping from a hot air balloon, plummeted over 60 feet to his death after becoming disconnected from his bungee cord. X. Hmm. 27 years ago, 1996, pop-up video premieres on VH1. Pop-up video. 19 years ago, in 2004, the Boston Red Sox win their first World Series in 86 years, defeating the... St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. I was on Lansdowne for it, saw the whole thing, all the party, all the riot. was right next to that gal that got hit with the rubber bullet. Yeah, and I got to work, work the merch booth that night, so that was fun, because there's nothing but Boston fans yelling at me. They chained him in the door. They, they yeah, I got locked in. I couldn't leave till ah. 5 in the morning or something. Yeah. They they actually said, because we had Cardinals logos on our, on our um, kick drum, you know, and we were like... Obviously, very outspoken they Cardinals. Got their fans. asses kicked too. Got their Series. asses kicked in four games, yeah. but um, we were outspoken Cardinals fans. And the venue <clears throat> told the police and told the the area because you know, I mean, Lansdowne Street, like yeah, yeah, the House of Blues, right away, there. Yeah. It's awesome. Right? It used to be called the Avalon, but the House of Blues right there is on Lansdowne next to the Green Monster. And I was I was just there a couple months ago, and when the baseball fans are out there, it is like a jam packed area. And they told. They told the surrounding area and the cops, like, hey, these guys are from St. Louis. And the city said, okay, um, just in case, we're, we're going to force you to park your buses and the, and the truck seven miles. from Because they didn't want anybody, like, tipping buses or any of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, well, remember, they won here. But I'm sure they were partying out in they were Austin. They were partying, partying, my friend. And they had, I've never seen police vehicles that look like military trucks. Yeah, it, it, it they looked, had that. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked wild. like a battleground out there yes. of partying and well, that drinking. That was 19 years ago today. It was crazy. Uh, we talked to Joe Buck yesterday. 12 years ago today was the famous David Freeze home run. Mm-hmm. 
in the World Series. We'll see uh, you tomorrow night. Nine years ago in 2014, Taylor Swift puts out her fifth record, 1989. And seven years ago today in 2016, Twitter announces the death of Vine. Hmm. They disabled uploads immediately, but let you continue to watch old content until April of 2019. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. A woman has painted a 400-pound pumpkin to look like Taylor Swift. Ohio-based artist Jeanette Paris painted Taylor's face, even found the perfect wig to match Taylor's dirty blonde hair. And then she took her Halloween creation one step further and added a Travis Kelsey-related gourd. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Did you see the video of her painting it? No, I saw the photo of it. It's, there's a, there's a, uh, a video of her painting it. You know, starting with the pumpkin. Time lapse. Time lapse. And it's amazing. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it looks just like it looks Taylor's. looks great. Face. It's a 400-pound pumpkin. This thing is massive. Burn. Uh, next year will be the 30th anniversary of Bush's debut record, 16 Stone. Gavin Rossdale uh, interviewed recently, hinting at a possibility of playing that album in its entirety next year. He says to play that whole record top to bottom would be intriguing. 16 Stone, man, what a great record. Dude, that everything's in. Suitcase. Back to back. Even back to for back. even for the 90s in alternative music, nobody, nobody got five or six singles out of a record. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. record was five or six Crazy. singles that just kept topping the last yeah. one. the whole thing. I do want to go back to Taylor Swift oh, for one second, because uh, I did read this this morning. Taylor Swift is now officially a billionaire. Good for her. She Man. has been named a billionaire now, officially, with the whole... I thought she was already. That's interesting. I think that I think the tour and the movie put it over the top. Go I'm going to do a DNA test, and we might be kin. i got to find out. <laughs> and she just... Uh, the Taylor's version of 1989, yeah. that's today, too? Today, yeah. Yeah. This chick. You know what I think about with her? Her mom was up, going through a, a cancer stint. I don't know if she's still going through that, but I just thought how, how Taylor probably worked so hard to, to make sure she could take care of her family. And I hope her mom is getting the best treatment or whatever she could possibly need. I mean, because she's got billions of dollars now. She's, her mom's getting top of the line care no matter what you she You don't hear much about her dad. He's around. I think he's around. I think he's out of the spotlight, though. He's, like Rafe was talking about earlier this week about how Taylor has at least five people around her in her inner oh, circle. Yeah. And her dad is one of those people, I believe, who's helping her make Huge. He got her the record deal. Yeah, I was saying, her, her, da her dad deal. was the liaison between uh, her and the guitar company because we had the same guitar company. That's cool. What's her dad? Wasn't her, is her dad like a hedge fund guy? Yeah. Something like that. Right? He was a money man. He had a lot of money. Smart yeah, the guy. rumor was back in the day he owned the Swift Trucking Company, but that's not true. Mm. He was he was the one. Hey. Was that really a rumor? Yes. Everyone's <laughs> like, that's why she's so rich, because her dad owns his trucking company. That'd be <laughs> like, great. No. The last Beatles song ever arrives to us next Thursday. It's called Now and Then. And a short documentary film about the creation of the song is going to be released on November 1st. The track itself will be able to listen to on November 2nd. There will be a music video out uh, made by Peter Jackson. And all four Beatles can be heard on this track. This is They're calling this the last Beatles release ever. Yeah, so it's a John Lennon written song. Mm. So he wrote it. I think it was meant to go on one of his solo records. It was written in the 70s. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm curious as, as to what it's going to sound like. I, I was looking. I, I listened to the teaser. I listened to the teaser, and there's there's no hint of what the song's even going to sound like. Yeah. I look forward to it, though. 
New releases in record stores and streaming today in this moment's God Mode uh, features The Purge. That's out. Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil 40th Anniversary Edition box set. Mark Tremonti of Creed and Alter Bridge goes the crooner route on Christmas classics new and old. <laughs> Christmas classics. In uh, TV and movie news, the George Clooney bat suit is up for au- auction, nipples and all. Uh, the starting bid is $50,000. I clicked on it. Nobody has bid on it yet. The costume is... That's con- an iconic... Oh, yeah. Like, it's so cheesy, but everybody knows of the George Clooney nipple suit. Yep. Well, if you want it, it's yours. The costume is... Why did they put nipples on it? Has anybody ever asked him about that? I mean, he wasn't the costume designer, but why why the nipples? And are they they his nipples? Or are they just rando nipples? Hmm. Are they supposed to be bolts? Like, did they give him a cast of his... Okay, we're going to... George, we're going to take your chest... And that's how the rubber suit, we're going to actually make a mold. Costume sculptor Jose Fernandez has explained why the bat suit had nipples. The suit infamously had the rather strange additions in both Batman Forever starring Val Kilmer and Batman and Robin with George Clooney. Quote, with Val Kilmer's suit in Batman Forever, the nipples were one of those things that I added. It wasn't fetish to me. It was more informed by Roman armor, Mm. like centurions. And in the comic books, the characters always looked like they were naked with spray paint on them. It was all about anatomy, and I like to push anatomy. I don't know exactly where my head was back in the day, (laughs) but that's what I remember, (laughs) so I added the nipples. I had no idea it was going to be ending up having all this buzz about it. Hmm. But Hmm. are they George's real nipples? I mean, I don't know. I think think he was just going for that, uh, that old Roman... Breastplate. Uh, well, and Roman real... breastplates had nipples. It is a realistic mold of Clooney's head with the fake eyes. So there was a mold of Clooney. So it probably is his real nipples. Just buy it. It's fifty thousand dollars. The auction ends on Saturday, August or uh, right, November eighteenth. Matthew McConaughey and his wife Camilla they've stripped down in a new commercial for the Pantalones uh, organic tequila that they are founding of, and the new ad features a voiceover of Matthew McConaughey asking viewers confusingly. When did tequila stop being tequila? And then the rest of the ad continues of them cheersing tequilas together, and then they ride off on motorcycles, and they're, they have no pants on. Yeah. So it's great. It's blurred out, unfortunately. You yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's at his peak McConaughey-ness. Yeah. <laughs> Mattel has released collectible doll- dolls inspired by Ted Lasso. The Ted Lasso Barbie is dressed in the character's signature blue tracksuit with AFC Richmond logo detailing and a working zipper. The doll comes complete with aviator sunglasses, a whistle, and a soccer ball, if you need that for your collection. Uh, yeah, and that Ted Lasso Barbie, mm-hmm. he's got nipples on the... Real nipples. Is on the outside of his uh, soccer. So and they're at, actually Jason Sudeikis' nipples. Yeah. I'm looking up, uh, looking up some of this armor. When it's when it's uh, folded like this and plated, obviously there's no nipples. But I will say some of these breastplates on occasion do have, we'll have nipples. Do huh? have nipples. And even this one has a, like, a little belly button thing. <laughs> <laughs> New releases in theaters this weekend, Five Nights at Freddy's. It's PG-13 based on the horror video game series. Oh, man, that thing. My son saw it yesterday. <laughs> Did he watch it? In the theater? He went to the theater yesterday. Nice, because it's also streaming on Peacock today, too. Uh, reviews are not great. Horrendous. From your son or just in general? I haven't talked to him yet, but he he was going, he went in with low expectations. I see. Yo, George Clooney uh, said, I wasn't thrilled with the nipples on the bat suit. You know, that's not something you really think about when you're putting it on. Batman must have just been constantly cold, I guess. Yeah. Well, there it is. But they had that, that iconic line of like, I have nipples, Joker. 
Could you milk me? <laughs> Got cut, but later reused. So. Yeah. <laughs> Freelance is also in theaters. John Cena is a retired special forces officer in the Army. He takes a job doing a security for uh, a journalist who is interviewing a dictator played by Juan Pablo Raba from Narcos. And this is just like quintessential action flick. Rated R. John, John Cena. John Cena's a good actor, yeah. though. I'll give him that. And finally, avclub.com has ranked the 40 greatest horror movie villains of all time. We're going to just talk about the top 10. Um, this is different from a list we did last week. So horror villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Voorhees, number one. Number five. Number five. Freddy. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, number one. All oh, right. I th- hey, look at Freddy got his, his Good job, his man. Just he deserves do. it. Who I think he goes got? by Frederick. Yeah, he, I feel like he's always on the coattails of he's, Jason Voorhees. Have you seen that? Or movie? Mike Myers. Have you seen that recently, though? It's so cheesy. So, like, I mean, like, was the, then. Wasn't the walls yeah. in the wall effect so cool? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen it in ages, but I remember the wall, the wall effect was... is cool as heck. Okay. But, like, him as a villain, when you watch him, he runs like an old man. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing frightening about him, like, as a person, other than that he has a glove that you see him make yeah. in the beginning. It's not even like Wolverine style, where it comes out as, like, some weird dude in your dreams. He fashioned, was, I think it's the planters guy. Fashioned in Edward Scissorhands, like a ghetto uh, Edward Scissorhands glove. Uh, and can I, hardly run after The you. first Nightmare on Elm Street was featured in the movies that made us on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the end scene where they, where Freddy pulls the woman through the door. Mm-hmm. It's such a cheesy effect. And if you really watch it, it doesn't even look like the woman. <laughs> like Are you serious? Yeah. It's like a it. doll. We watched oh. it with the family and, and my kids were like, well, one of the kids got scared. And the other ones were like... Wow, this sucks. Like, He's got well, a sense of humor. It's, a it's time. Freddy was the antithesis of the silent stalking killers like Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, who never spoke. To where he like Freddy had, wouldn't shut up. Hey, puns. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, but but it's a. I mean, uh oh. Yeah. Someone should have had a V8. You know, it's like he was doing. <laughs> yeah. He was doing topical humor, and then it was just like, uh, and still scary. Yeah, well, I get uh, the psychological aspect, the, the don't fall asleep thing. Uh, Michael Myers. Number two. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Who else uh, you got? Carrie. Carrie, not top ten. Or villain? The, jo- villain. the shark in Jaws. Ooh. Bruce, cool. no. Not in the top ten. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, oh, uh, the. Not Ghostface. No. Oh, yes. Actually, I'm sorry. Seven. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Ghostface. Not a screen. scary killer at all. No. Man. Is it one of the. What's the name of that series? The where you get locked in a room and saw? Uh, yeah. Jigsaw. Jigsaw, not top ten. Mm. I think seventies. Okay, 70s. the Exorcist. Girl. The Exorcist. Uh, Reagan McNeil. As um, the dog Cujo. No, nope, not top ten. I think eighties. Okay. Ghoulies. Uh-uh. Uh. Gremlins. No. Eighties. 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 Pinhead. No. Okay. We were just talking about this little guy. Troll? Uh, Chucky? Chucky. Chucky. Chucky's Chucky, number Chucky, three. Chucky. Chucky. Getting his due. Yeah, finally, Redhead. A couple of corny uh, killers getting their due on this mm-hmm. list. Who are we missing? All right, Another so talker. number 10, Norman Bates from Psycho. Candyman. Candyman, not on this list of top 10. The Thing from John Carpenter's mm, Thing. Okay. Dracula, number six. And Xenomorph uh, from the Alien movies came in at number four. Uh, yeah, yes. Oh, bad take here. But I'm going to go, I'm, I'm, I've just been going through all these Batman things and uh, listening We're to still Sh- on the Schumacher. It's not that bad of a suit. 
I mean, I remember it being shockingly weird as a kid because, you know, nipples are like, oh my gosh, oh my nipples on TV. But it ain't that bad. It ain't that you bad. You gonna buy it? 50 grand? Man, An investment. You got 50 grand for anything? <laughs> but I will say that. Put it on, like, can we put this on layaway? <laughs> yeah. The door scene in slow motion on YouTube is very, very funny. From, uh, for, for, uh, the Nightmare, Nightmare on Street. Yeah. Yes. Pulling her through the door. It's, it's so, so cheesy. It is <laughs> Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Barry Goldberg on the Goldbergs. Troy Gentile is 30. Kelly Osborne is 39. Simon LeBon from Duran Duran is 65. Ted Wass. That's Blossom's dad on Blossom. He's now 71. Now directs TV shows. Uh, Gary Talent, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band bass player is 74. Lee Greenwood is 81. And John Cleese, the Monty Python superstar. I'll be here in a couple weeks. That's yep. right. Is 84 84 years old. 84. What a treasure. St. Louis? Still touring. Yeah, he's coming to the factory. The sixth. Is it the sixth? Wait, is it the factory? Yes. That's wow. 16th. Dude. What? Just a couple things in the chat about Leatherface. On the list, but not top ten. And Pennywise. Oh, Pennywise. Oh, How yeah. did that not get in right. there? Yeah, I'm terrified. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Leatherface definitely deserves that. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lady Snow. And today's birthday girl has been in just 23 fine films, but still she's been an impact. She was in the Black Bomb Squad 1, Blubber Lovers, Brick House Broads, <laughs> Monster Booty 4, Piggies for Porkin', Pinky's Tons of Buns 1, mm. She Got Waymo Ass 1, and Who Can Forget a Roll in 2007's Tipping the Scales. <laughs> right Lady on. Snow is a bigger, bigger, we'll call her voluptuous. She's a voluptuous woman. You know nothing, Lady Snow. <laughs> Lady Snow is 43. Happy birthday, Lady Snow. That's your porno birthday, those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. In Fama. <laughs> you know, my lady Miss Snowy got the. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> I just imagine. Mickey her. Boom Boom now. Even Snow doesn't know the words. I Mickey Boom Boom there. You know that's she in English? That I thought it was just like French. It's in English. There are words. It's like Patois, right? Yeah, but it's like... Yeah, he's a Canadian dude. I thought he was French-Canadian. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just thought that it was a foreign language song. I thought it, they went, Informer, French, 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 French. Informer. But yeah. the, it's it, like there are lyrics. Huh. Believe me, I've tried to learn it, and I gave up multiple times. Neat. I don't know that. Neat. Uh, after the break, uh, Rave Scene Memoriam. We'll, uh, we'll shout out who we lost this week. There's a few. There's a few. Uh, 7.58. Yo, Informer, you know, say Daddy... Me, snow me, I go blame. A licky boom boom down. Detective man says, see daddy me, snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom boom down. Wow. Okay. okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, technically, it's English. <laughs> Not great English, but uh, they're English words. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about the cops looking for him, saying that, you know, a detective is after him, saying that he stabbed somebody. Uh, Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, 
We did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredible difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all-things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he did the video from, like, it was, like, in prison. Yeah. You're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, Ray, if I were to ask you what your dream car is, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know. It's tough. I got a couple. Do you have one? No, I don't. My daughter asked me, and I go, uh, I, don't, I really don't have, like, a something with good gas mileage. I don't know. Like, I don't have, like, a fun. I do. I don't, like, a, have, a, like, a fun dream car. Like, a, <laughs> if I had all the money in the world, what's your dream car? Mine's, like, a handful. It's a handful of them. First of all, I, say, I have too many. It's the exact one from Back to the Future, the Toyota truck. <laughs> it's a DeLorean. The Tacoma? No, no, no. Never mind. The, yeah, well, it's not a Tacoma. It was before that, it was like a T something or other five. But yeah, same, same day. What thing. truck? The truck. Marty bro. McFly's truck. The one, the His black one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Open the garage door. It's the truck. So I want that truck. Never mind the DeLorean. I want that truck. I want uh, like an old, like a six, like late sixties Barracuda. I want a 1981 Stingray, and I know those aren't popular, but I, and they're all yeah, kind of poo-poos these days, but ugly. I just, I, I I think they're awesome. Ugly. I remember when I saw one when I was a kid, I just thought, I was like, whoa, that yeah. thing looks like a shark. That's the coolest looking car I've ever seen. I always loved it ever since. I would love um, an FJ Cruiser. I do like, I do like those, but it's got to be in like tip-top shape. Good God. Um, and you need a warehouse. I, I, do, I do, I do. I do need a warehouse. I, unlike Moon, I have none. I have a. I want a 1974 Ford Bronco. Nice. That yes. would be you know? rad. They're so expensive now, but and I'll never have one. But man, I want to take that thing, the doors off, and just or the yeah. top off, and I, so cute. I love an I, old school Scout as well. That was what I was going to say. That I would like to have an old Scout, like a Beach Scout, but my I'd say a '67 Impala. If mm. gun to my head, '67 Impala, black, tricked out. Yeah, that's well, a sweet. Scott, ride. one. Give me one. 
Um, darn it, because I have a few. But uh, yeah, I'll give you the '77 Dodge Ram pickup. '77 Dodge Ram pickup truck. I would yeah, like an old, I like old trucks, man. Yeah, I see myself. I wouldn't mind a, the old Chevy Scottsdale I had too. All right, somebody asked America what their dream cars are, mm-hmm. and they and they broke it down actually two ways. What movie car? What famous movie car? It. Herbie the Love Bug. Dude. What famous movie car would be America's dream car? The Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. No. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 that's a, a great car, one. though. The Scooby that thing van. is so cool. No, it's got to be the DeLorean. Top 10. It's got to be the DeLorean. The DeLorean was number five. Uh, the Ghostbuster, the Ecto. Oh, Ecto-1? Ecto-1? One? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> no. so Generally. That's dream. Man. No. Movie car. Um, A-Van? Was a movie? A-Team Van? You mean the one with Jessica Simpson? Hell yeah. yeah. Remember that music video? She's hot as hell. Movie car. Jonathan Knoxville? Starsky and Hutch, whatever that old uh, no. Plymouth was or whatever. No, think like an iconic, like cool ass. Probably the Shelby from Gone in 60 Seconds. Ooh. Eleanor. No. Steve McQueen, or uh, the, uh, what was that car in Bullet? Uh, that's number two, the Ford Mustang yes, GT Ford Mustang, 390. What about from- the Ferrari from Pretty Woman? Uh, oh, what about Lightning McQueen? From Ferrari cars. from Ferris Bueller. Mm. Slow down, people. Okay, number one is the uh, Aston Martin DB5 from... Oh, from James Bond? James oh, Bond. Okay. My, That's number one. Fe- mm. Feldman had... Well, do you get all the... Does it have whistles? With, with missiles? Yeah, okay. Fe- I didn't Feldman, know that. Yeah, Feldman had the Aston Martin um, from uh, Casino Royale. And, dude, I will Damn. say, it's one of the coolest cars to drive yeah. ever. But, boy, you felt everything. Oh, yeah. I've, I've driven an Aston road. Martin. Uh, it's it's very low to the ground. You and feel You feel everything. everything. The Smokey and the Bandit car. No, and you would never guess that the Mini Cooper from the Italian job was number four. Oh, that's oh, dumb. Cool. What, am race, that's, what am I racing? What am I racing through sewers? Yeah. I'm just, dumb. I'm just saying it was the, it was the Aston Martin DB5 from James Bond. I'll take Burt Reynolds. The right. Ford Mustang GT390 from Bullet. The Mini Cooper from the Italian job. The DeLorean DMC12 from Back to the Future. You take the Mini Cooper. Listen, I, I will. If, if they did this study in 2005, right after Italian Job came out, we can all admit. We wanted one of those, right? No. Oh, come on, man. When the movie first came out, we there had never seen those There was nothing that I thought, even in the preview, I was like... I was like, yo, that's... A- I just thought it was because they were in a little dorky country. They had to drive little dorky cars. I never... I was like, oh, it's a, that's an Italian car. But they were all kitted out, and they were like... They it, it was sweet, like a, yeah. yo, look, that's a go-kart I can take to And have you ever driven one? They're stick shift, and you take them up like Holland Drive or something. That thing is a sweet. They don't ride. look cool though. I hear they are incredible. They're what are you guys fun, talking man. about? They look dorky. They do no, not look. Once cool. you're inside it, it's I totally different. Kind of there are so many rides great. There are so many cooler looking cars. Anything, so many more. Anything from Gone in sixty seconds would have been ahead of this. Anything. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at how awesome it is to drive that thing. Though it yeah. feels amazing, and they're powerful. That's what and, says. Yeah, that's what and they're says. really nicely made on the inside. Yeah, the BMWs, right? I mean, in that, in that, they're English, right? Oh, yeah. is it English? Yeah. Well, I don't know Mini who Cooper? owns them. Though. Yeah, I thought I thought somebody owned them. I thought like a big. I don't know, owned dude. Them. I'm telling you, roll up with the the most tricked out Mini Cooper in the world, and then you roll up with the car from Smokey and the Bandit, a '77 Trans Am with like the eagle on the hood, T tops. I'm getting that car <laughs> every single time. Yeah, who's getting laid between those two cars, right? BMW currently well, owns Mini yeah, Cooper. Yeah, I mean, if okay, you wait until marriage, sweet. the Mini Cooper is great. <laughs> now, take movies take movies out of it. America's dream car. Just the just the brand. What is it? What are, I got the top five. Jeep? No. Ford. For, uh, so, Mustang. Uh, Ford wait, Mustang's what's... number five. America's top dream cars. 
according uh, to the survey. Ford Mustang, number five. Got to have the right Mustang. Ford Raptor. Like one of the Mach 2s. Or no trucks. Ford what? Raptor. No trucks on here. Nine people want one of those. They aren't sweet, but I don't think they're... Uh, Corvettes. Raptor's say. awesome. Corvettes. Corvettes, number four. The vet is four. Those new so, mid-engine Corvettes, Mustang, you have to admit, are so Corvette, sweet. Corvette. Dude, I love the new Corvette. They are awesome. Uh, and think luxury. Lexus? Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz oh. S-Class, number yeah, three. Yeah, I would love a Mercedes. My, my buddy has the, the mm. most kitted-out AMG I've ever, uh, I've ever seen, and it is maybe the finest vehicle I've ever ridden in. It was, dude. It felt, it was. It was just like a wow. This is this is a different, this is a different way of living, in this car. Um, did the Buick Enclave make it? It did not. <laughs> it did not. Uh, the Tesla Model S was number two. The Plaid. And finally, Dodge Neon. The pinnacle of American dreams. Oh, the Chevy, the Chevrolet Celebrity. Woo. The Chrysler K car. Heck no. yeah. No, what's oh, what's what is what America's had. dream car? A is Taurus. Current? Yes. Now, this one, Tesla? this one, Tesla was number two. Uh, this is just the the manufacturer. Range Rover. No. Is it another electric company? The other one, Lamborghini, no. Ferrari, no. Rivian. No. Lamborghini, Ferrari. No. No, it didn't make the top five. Uh, is it Italiano? No. Is it a Ford Bronco? It's German. Volkswagen Bug? Oh. You can say BMW? BMW. Is it number one? Yep, it's number one. That is America, the top pinnacle of American dreams, the BMW. Hmm. My wife uh, was in like uh, auto, automotive sales and and different things. So she's self-admittedly a car snob, like a car brand snob and all that. And the way that she looks at BMWs, and and I hope I'm not calling her out too much here, is it's a, it's what, we want as a luxury vehicle if we can't afford Mercedes. A and that's, I'm, yeah, and that's not what BMWs, I'm saying. Man, his I mean, it's awesome. I, yeah, I like them. I mean, yeah, that, th- nice. those weren't her words, but she was basically kind of saying like, "Hey, those are extremely nice cars that are one tier underneath where you really want to go, and that's the crazy luxury." Mercedes and just above. doesn't appeal to me. Maybe it's I don't know if it's like my I'd never I'm buy just one. a piece of trash, blue collar sensibility just won't go that high. I think I'd never buy one, but I like everyone I see. Okay, I yeah. like them, but I'm never like. Right Ooh, Let me show you one that I sat in at the mall in in Vegas. Here it is. Mercury Sable did not make the list. What? L- look at this. This <laughs> Porsche this didn't car make the list. No. must not be the '90s anymore. Look at this car. This I sat in an all murdered out. I'm sure matte it's black. BMW XM with lap belts. It's $178,000, and it might have been the coolest SUV I've been in in a long time. It looks like a normal SUV. It should be. That thing yeah, is. I'd have to live dope. in it. So, isn't it funny? It looks just like any other SUV, though. Uh, black mm, was the most popular choice for everybody's dream car, followed by white and then red. Uh, now, as far as naming your car. Name your car. Do you know anybody that has named their car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All my cars have names. And I have the number one name, the number three, the top three names for, for that people would name their car. I had a, uh, I had a Corolla that was named TIE Fighter, and then uh, my Tacoma was named uh, Stormtrooper for mm. a long, long Surprisingly, those two did not make the top time. three uh, uh, as my, far as what people are naming my their Jeep, cars. My Jeep is Homer Simpson. Because it's yellow? Homer, yeah, because it's Simpson's yellow. So kids named it. What about Zoomer? Zoomer, no, no. I, I would never oh. guess number one. Bluebell. 
What? Yeah, it's Blue usually Bell. female names. Bluebell okay. is the number one name that people would give Is that like ice cream truck one? And then Black Beauty and then Baby. Baby. Ah. Nobody baby. puts Baby in the corner. Mm. Yo, That's you know what? I'm natural. So, back to BMW being number one, it's because it's like the, it's, it's the entry-level luxury. It's like, it's like the attainable luxury. Yeah, it's, it's somewhat within reach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that's a actually reasonable. My Jeep and they're is, nice. My Jeep is Reba. Mm-hmm. Reba? Never named my cars. Uh, neither have I. Never? I had to rub I, the dashboard sometimes and be like, come on, Reba. Yeah, let feel, me down. I feel like you have to. And she turns over. Yeah, I, I mean, I've driving. gone my whole life and I have not, I have not named my car. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have. I it mean, has I'm a, missing out. The, the state gave it a name. It has a little name tag. I had a Buick that it's all half of his letters fall off fell off so it was his name is its name was buck i like dude speaking of buck, buck that buick. marquee from uncle buck would be a sweet car mm-hmm. my emotional connection what's the longest you've ever had a car like a personal like we what's had my wife my, my, had a the first vehicle? car we we bought uh that my wife was driving around we had it for 9 years mhm yeah our band van was named the Cuban B from um, Half Baked. Mm-hmm. Even said Cuban B on the back. Uh, had another van that was just, uh, that's name was Van Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I had, I had a lot of vans and they all had great van names. Mm. There was I've a had van my Halen. Jeep for 22 years, dude. It feels you like got a, it. It feels like a, like a cowboy's horse to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I looked out the window, the thought of trading her in. Never even crossed my mind, or selling you her can't to someone let her go. else. You gotta... No. Well, nowadays you drive we... that thing into the ground. Well, with the digital dashes, don't you guys have something where, like, you know, it hooks up to your Bluetooth or whatever, and it usually has like a name. So you have to assign a name typically, or you can assign a name. That's I think when when I started uh, with the Tie Fighter and the Stormtrooper because they were white and black cars. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've I've not named a car. Oh, you never had that? No. Huh. No, I've not. Well, you know what? You need to get on that. That's your homework for the weekend. On Monday, I want to hear everybody's, everybody's car, car names. Everybody's car names. For real. Okay. For real. Ask the family. Get mm-hmm. it all. Get it together. I no say in this. Get it together. their car. <laughs> Asking my family. Those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Who was? R.I.P. Where's his family? <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Rafe's E-Memoriam. This week's e-memoriam brought to you by Hughes Funeral Alternatives. Discover Aquamation, the natural, gentle, eco-friendly alternative to fire-based cremation. For those of you that don't know, the e-memoriam is a send-off to people that we upset who threatened to leave the show, who sent us emails threatening to leave the show and or will never leave the show, but sent the emails anyway. So let us know what we pissed them off about this week or what has enraged them or what side of an argument we had the audacity to be on. What's your problem? What's What's your problem? So this week, let's get into the E-Memoriam. First up, Gen Z workforce wine bags. We somehow upset Generation Z despite their longstanding reputation for being thick-skinned and stoic. When we roasted a Gen Z worker who shed actual tears because the New York City work week was too demanding. She literally moved to the city that never sleeps and then cried when she wasn't getting a solid 12 hours a night. I guess we know what the Z and Gen Z stands for. We're bidding you adieu, and honestly, it's not like you were putting in the hours anyway. We get it. Capitalism is rough. But you know what's also rough? Listening to you complain about a 9-to-5 grind when you've accrued over 40 hours of weekly screen time on your iPhone by Tuesday afternoon. (laughs) 
So let's not pretend you're logging coal miner hours here, okay? The only thing you're digging is on other people's Twitter feeds to try to get a stranger canceled for a Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder meme that they shared in 2008 because you don't understand satire. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I mean you, Gen Z. <laughs> the only thing you're successfully canceling is work ethic, and I'm sure that'll look great on your resume right below fluent in emoji and above proficient in making tears. Oh, the tears, each one a liquid pearl of entitlement. Maybe you can collect them in a mason jar, slap a filter on it, and call it vintage work tears or organic suffering fluid, and sell it on your Etsy store that you run out of your tiny home that you moved into your parents' backyard while they still earn a dual income. Sorry, did that trigger you? Well, don't worry. We're unfollowing you from our life. Good luck with that gig economy that pays in exposure and disillusionment. Maybe you can trade your sob stories for rent one day. Until then, peace out, kiddos. Next up, baloney believers and baloney bemoaners. In a shocking baloney day miracle, we performed an Oscar Mayer ostracization of both sides of the great baloney debate. Whether you're a fanatic slicing into your unholy sandwich trinity or you think it's the devil's spam, we clearly hit a meaty nerve, and ironically, meaty nerves are 40% of the content of a bologna sandwich. <laughs> Dude, yes, man. Oh, yes. Yes. Sometimes I get the reaction in the room I was hoping for. You're either saying it's a deli staple passed down from your dear old Nana or that it's the reason aliens won't talk to us. You guys are so polarized, you think Bologna was running for Prez in 2024. To the lovers, enjoy your strange rubbery meat frisbee. To the haters, continue thinking you're too good for what's basically, as learned said, just a hot dog pancake. <laughs> so as you leave, I sing you this jingle. Your baloney has a first name, it's L-A-T-E-R. Your baloney has a second name, it's G-A-T-O-R. Later, gator, go away, your B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Next up, relaxed roofers who don't road rage. Whoopsie. <laughs> the elusive non-road raging roofer. We misjudged you this week when we told a story about a roofer who lost his mind, and we got two words for you. Our bad. We weren't surprised enough to hear this week when a local roofer in their work truck beat the holy hell out of somebody for honking at him and then fired a weapon at another car. <laughs> now that hurts some more of our gentle scaffold scaler's feelings, and for that, we are sorry. We thought roofing was the MMA of manual labor, an arena of asphalt and attitude, where at the turn of a joke, you could find yourself at the business end of a nail gun. We saw you as Spartans of the service industry, fierce, territorial, and permanently sunburnt everywhere except that little raccoon patch around your eyes and the perfect shape of gas station knockoff Oakleys. But you peace-loving hammer swingers really lower that average. And we're sorry, and honestly, it's like finding out Batman's into scrapbooking. Sorry to lose you blue-collar Buddhas practicing deep-breathing exercises in your F-150s, but peace be unto you. Next up, ball buzzers. Oh, we were insensitive during Sex Toy of the Week to the men who enjoy a little shock therapy south of the equator. <laughs> Users of the Electro-Possessor Scrotum Pouch. We didn't respect your electrifying kinks, and you're pulling the plug on this relationship. Clearly, you've got enough sparks flying in your life. You don't need us. We get it. Nothing says living on the edge like straddling the line between pleasure and a potential power outage. 
We admit we should have been more sensitive to your 20-amp glow-in-the-dark balls, or as I like to call them, Teslicles. Trademark. Teslicles, yes. Thank nice. you. Farewell to the self-appointed Benjamin Franklins of ball zapping. <laughs> you made it abundantly clear that your idea of having a good time is one shock away from an electric boogaloo in your undies. Hell, you're a modern-day John High Volta, starring in a really weird remake of Grease with your electro-scrotum pouch. <laughs> Why, it's systematic. It's hydromatic. Why, it's Gooch Lightning. <laughs> go, 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 Gooch Lightning. You're tearing up my balls. Oh, yeah. Keep shagging. Yeah, keep shagging. So we say adieu. You guys keep on cranking up the volts while the rest of us stick with the more pedestrian thrills like, you know, not electrocuting our genitals. Over and out, you conductors of kink. <laughs> Next up, McCallaholics. All right, McCall lovers, you rainbow-feathered freak enablers. We really kicked the cage when we said birds were flying goblins with a lust for mayhem who just want to kill us all in our sleep. We didn't show enough empathy when a beloved pet of one of our listeners flew the coop and left the listener that we'll just refer to as Macaulay Skulkin, <laughs> truly sad and home alone. Sorry that you missed that BDI godless piece of garbage that looked like it's always plodding and those cuddly razor sharp talons look if your emotional support animal requires a cage and a cracker to keep its unbridled rage at bay maybe it's not us who've all, who are off the perch here it's like owning a tiny feathered serial killer that can also sing jingle bells but no we are the jerks for not understanding the endless charm of a bird that can mimic your most embarrassing bathroom and bedroom sounds like a little butthead cnc so to all you fair feather fans who got too beak hurt to stick around. <laughs> bye bye, Birdie. And finally, Craig Baruby. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself in the penalty box when I accidentally misspoke and insinuated that our beloved blues leader had an Oedipal complex and wanted to bang a pregnant woman who looks like his mom. <laughs> My bad, Craig. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So sorry. So sorry. I don't know if he used to listen to the show or not, but if he did, I have a feeling there ain't a Zamboni in the world that's going to smooth out that ice. So. <laughs> Bye-bye, Barupi. And finally, R.I.P. to David Kirk. First guy to skydive, right? Bungee jump. Bungee jump. First guy to bungee jump, who ironically died in his sleep. Ain't that a kick in the ass, David? And also... The iconic actor who played Shaft. He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Mm. And he's gone to heaven to pull all the hot ladies oh, yeah. for the Lord. And that concludes Richard this Roundtree. week's... Richard yeah. Roundtree. That's right. Sorry, I didn't say his name. And that concludes this week's Eve Memorial brought to you by Hughes, a funeral alternative. Oh, thank you, Rafe. That was, uh, that was wonderful. Yeah, I'm sorry, Said Craig. To a lot of people. Come back to us, Craig. Come back, uh, Craig. Moon, did you see the, the update on the, uh, the macaw? No. No. Oh, they found her. Oh, yeah. they found her. The popsicle sticks worked? Wait, yep. the cage. It was the cage on the porch. Louis has landed. This is from uh, Kelly, who was the sister of the owner of the bird. Oh, that's great uh, news. Kelly that's wrote, awesome. Louis has landed thanks to a lot of publicity. He found the fire department, Extreme Electrical, Wildlife Sky Pets, and Fox 2 News. We had a successful rescue today. Oh, that's great. That happened today? Oh, right. It happened last night. Oh, man, that's so cool. I knew wow. that popsicle stick dipped in peanut butter with the little bird seed. Oh, she gave, she gave some detail here. She says, uh, Caleb from Extreme Electrical brought a bucket truck up to my niece's school where Louis stopped and my sister got 
uh, to go up into the tree with a little help. And Annette, she snatched the bird by its foot. Mm. Wow. Wowie. Nice work. Good. I'm glad Louie won't freeze whenever it's cold. No, Louie's back home. In a timeout. Yeah. And a- no, Louie yeah. went to the vet immediately. Good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great. That's great. Congratulations. Dang. I'd Yay. like to say we helped rescue Louie. I think so. The Rizzuto <laughs> Show Pet Detective Agency. I just want to know how many birds she caught with that cage, though, when she put it on the porch. None, Scott. Okay. None. That's great. None. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm glad Louie's back home. Me too. Yep. I'm glad Louie's back news. home. That's great news. It's a baloney day miracle. The Rizzuto <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> baloney day miracle. It's actually baloney week. Yeah. It's a baloney week miracle. A miracle. <laughs> right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with your Friday fail stories. A uh, couple, a yeah, couple doozies. One involving a hooker and a horse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In the same story. Hooker and uh, a horse? A hooker and a horse. I once oh, wow. into a brothel with a donkey and a honeycomb. Oh, that's a Game of Thrones. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Friday Fail Stories is sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. Uh, nobody wants to be on vacation. They get a call from their neighbor saying, did you hire somebody to tear your house down? Oh, oh man. Oh, man. 
Oh, holy moly. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a got a two-part two question for you. How's Greece? <laughs> and did you hire someone to your house down? That would suck. Uh, yeah, a woman in Georgia named uh, Susan Hodgson said that uh, while she was away on vacation, a company called You Call It, We Haul It <laughs> demolished a house she owned. And she, she only heard about it when her neighbor called. Oh. Uh, the neighbor confronted. Yes, it's definitely a fail. This wasn't her primary residence. Okay, good. Thank God. There was no, like, pets in there. No, All the right, neighbor good. confronted the workers, and they supposedly got nasty with her. So Susan sent a family member over to check their permit, and that's when the company realized they were at the wrong address. How does this happen? This is this is the, you took off the wrong leg kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like then one, they drove off. Down. They drove off and the house was, <laughs> was total rubble. Oh my gosh. Fail. Lawsuit. <laughs> now nobody was living at the house at the time. Uh, Susan said it was a property that's been in her family for a long time. It, it, nobody's lived there for 15 years. Uh, the family keeps the, the grounds maintained. The taxes are paid. So it wasn't abandoned and they definitely didn't want it torn down. The company told the local news that they were, quote-unquote, investigating how this happened <laughs> and are working to resolve the mishap. But the family says they have not heard anything from the company. So it's unclear how they're going to make it right. Just quickly rebuild it, I guess. And at, at the very least, the workers that you call it, we haul it, could haul the mess away, wouldn't you think? Yeah, you think. After, you know, double-checking the address. Huh. That's devastating. That's unreal, dude. Uh, Moon, you were at the Sphere in Vegas uh, last Saturday night. That's right, right. and Thursday. Thursday and Thursday Saturday. And Saturday. Uh, this particular couple, they were there on Sunday. Uh, a Vegas woman is being charged with grand theft and burglary after she allegedly left her "quote unquote" sugar daddy at the Sphere on on Sunday at the U2 show, broke into his hotel room and stole fifty grand. Whoa. Yeah. The confessed uh, sugar daddy called the cops once he got back to his hotel room, telling them that he met this 27-year-old Haley McNally. Haley McNally. <laughs> Haley McNally. Uh, they were on the uh, dating website seeking arrangements for, for a month prior. Uh, he said he would pay Haley 2500 bucks to spend the weekend with him. Sex was discussed, but never happened. Haley was hanging out with the, with the guy by the pool when she asked if uh, she could go have the code to a safe to store her stuff. Later that night, they went to U2. She bounced early, got the safe, oh. stole 50 grand. See, Jeez. Now, if you were in the sphere watching U2 and somebody wanted to leave, you know right there. You know, red flag. I can't flag. trust this person. Yeah. I can't trust this person. Red flag. They're that leaving. person's cool. They're, no. They're leaving U2 and the sphere. What if she was get like, out of your I'm life. going to get a drink? Out of your she life. Just and left. she never came back? Out of your yeah, life. Yeah, she never came back. That would be the way. So she got 50 grand in cash. Seven grand in casino chips. When she was arrested, cops found 11 grand in cash and five grand in casino chips. She went gambling. She went and spent most of that. Oh, no. Fail. I have to say, it is kind of genius, though, to uh, rob your date that way. All right, we're at the sphere. Okay, you're going to be fixated on what's how amazing this is. All right, hey, you want anything? I'm going to go get some nachos. Okay, yeah, all right. She just back to the hotel, steals the money, and is out. Yeah, maybe he was so locked into that show. Of course he yeah, was. Yeah, she could say, man, the lines, too, at the bathroom That's are brutal. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she comes back <laughs> after stealing it. We found a secret little beverage area and a secret bathroom in there. Wow. No lines. No, baby, line, no huh? lines, huh? 
What's wild to me is like if she'd have just sat on it, she if she just put it somewhere and been like, I didn't take it. It's cash. It's yeah. cash and chips. It's practically untraceable at yeah. that point. If you just didn't have it on you. Yeah. Idiot. Could have just sat on it for Idiot. like a week. Just go went and stashed it somewhere. Uh we got some animal lovers in this room. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh this guy in this story is an animal lover too, in mm. a very different way. Uh oh. <laughs> oh God. Uh oh. Are we in Quincy again? <laughs> yeah. That is an animal abuser. Uh-oh. Uh So, a 40 year old guy in uh, Washington State. His name is Jad Shipman. J A D. Jad Shipman. I already don't like this. He got arrested this month for trying to hire a hooker to service his miniature horse. Oh, no. No. Oh, sweet to, little miniature horse. We're trying to stud this thing out, or? Uh, dude. I don't know what's going on here. You ever see one of those things? They're so cute. Oh, yeah. That, that, that stable up uh, on Wild Horse Creek. Would you joke on horses? What, no, I would not. All right. Would well. I try to ride one? Yes. Our our, our <laughs> aunt had a mini horse for quite some time. Well, this guy tried to, hook her, uh, tried to hire a hooker for the horse. Oh, my gosh. So he made the offer to an online forum where people solicit prostitutes. He offered to pay somebody 440 bucks to, quote, touch him and his miniature horse sexually. Uh. Hmm. He mentioned he'd been having a hard time finding a willing participant because, quote, the last two gals I asked said it was noticeably outside their comfort zone. Really? <laughs> I don't say. I can imagine the type of gal that, that, that he's running into and asking would speak like that. Oh, no thank you, Jed. His name's Jed. 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 No thank you, Jed. That is mm-hmm. comfortably and well outside of my comfort yes. zone. Mm-hmm. I say, Jed. <laughs> Uh, a cop was apparently monitoring the site and called Jad's local police department. Then they uh, showed up at his house, saw two miniature horses on the property. Someone who was there said Jad is a co-owner of the horses. He confessed four days later, also admitted he had prior sexual contact with the animals. Jad, I must decline. No thanks, Jad. I shall not participate. Failed. He's facing charges for animal cruelty. A judge banned him from being around animals while he's out on bail. Uh, let's see here. A 23-year-old guy from Florida is facing charges after he handed a CVS pharmacist a note demanding a laundry list of prescription drugs. Hmm. He said he had a gun. Said he would shoot them if he wasn't given what he asked for. The note in big letters at the top said, this is a armed robbery. Spelled that way. This is a, a armed robbery. Please cooperate. I don't want to hurt you. You are not to alarm anyone or I will shoot the closest person to me. Please follow these directions or I will shoot the closest person to me. He wanted oxycodone, hydrocodone, Xanax, Adderall, liquid codeine, and Viagra. All right. Cops arrived at the scene just as this dude was walking out of the CVS. He was arrested immediately. He admitted to traveling to Orlando from Jacksonville to, quote, carry out the plan and also confessed to another similar robbery in Central Florida, looking at a bunch of robbery, trafficking, and possession charges. Huh. Failed. So what, he just walked away from the counter? Yeah. With the drugs? Yep. And didn't think they would just call the police? Well, they probably dealer. told him, hey, we can get all this ready for you. It'd be about 15, yes, 20 minutes. Yeah, so back. Yeah, <laughs> that's normally what they tell you there. Yeah, just to shop a little bit. We'll even check you out back here if you want. Got another one of these stories. A dummy from Tampa, Florida, arrested this past Sunday for trying to pull over cars with his pickup truck, which he had outfitted with red and blue flashing lights. <laughs> Dude wasn't even dressed. 
like a cop. He was wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and to make it even worse, he, this guy's 62. He uh, should know better. Bad. Around, I'm more mad that he did that to his truck and pretended to be a cop or that he's a 62 and he's wearing a jersey. I, I, were the Bucks in town last Sunday? I, was he going to the game? I don't know. I'm Officer Gronkowski. <laughs> uh, <laughs> License registration. Tampa Bay PD. So those are our new government issue Silverados. <laughs> what so kind of truck was it? I, I don't know. It was a it was a truck. Around 11 in the morning, cops spotted and stopped Earl in his red pickup. He admitted to having red and blue lights that were on his dashboard before being pulled over, but the lights uh, he said were never activated. Witnesses say differently. One witness told cops that he thought Earl was undercover and described how he motioned for him to pull over before speeding <laughs> off. Earl was arrested, charged with false impersonation of officials. I don't think Fail. he should be in too much trouble. He has dice in the window. Did you see the picture? Yes. And it is a Sierra. It is? Yeah, and he has, a cover, he has a cover on the steering wheel that says racing. Yeah. This guy's legit. Earl. Dummy. Uh, the hardest part about catching a thief is uh, keeping them from running off before the cops can get there, right? We all know this. Sure. But this could work if you have a forklift sitting around. Uh, an auto shop scrash, uh, slash a scrapyard in Akron, Ohio, has been struggling with thieves. So when they saw an intruder in one of their cars on their lot, they drove a forklift over, lifted the car off the ground. The workers called 911 and said that they had the thief stuck in a car on the forklift. <laughs> <laughs> the dispatcher laughed and said, wonderful, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. We'll get somebody out to you. That's awesome. When the cops arrived, they arrested the guy. He had a backpack with song tools on him. They asked him what he was there to steal. He replied, uh, copper, to be honest, brother, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's an honest guy. What a cool like, guy. Yeah, listen, brother. Oh. Copper, to be honest, brother, I ain't going to lie. Even cooler, you know what his last name is? What? Hogan. First name Alexander, last name Funk. Oh, yeah. nice. Super Alexander Funk. Funk. <laughs> he here to steal. The funk, baby. <laughs> uh, the employees say they believe he had been broke. He had broken in at least two times before. Mr. Funk was charged with criminal trespassing and possessing criminal tools. Failed. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Michigan's Donald Sexton being held on a million dollar bond for robbing a bank while on parole for robbing a bank. <laughs> he walked into a credit union, uh, handed the teller a note demanding cash, fled with an undisclosed amount of money. Uh, he did all this while on parole for a 2014 bank robbery. He was arrested around 24 hours later. When he robbed a bank in 2014, he was already on parole for robbing several banks in 2010. Oh, my gosh. That parole was set to end this year, but no. Failed. Back to jail, Don. He keeps hey. saying no double jeopardy. Michael Jordan missed That's over. That's not how it works, dude. Michael Jordan missed over 5,000 shots. So you have to get there eventually to become a legend. Good point, Scott. Yeah. Very good. Good point, Scott. Uh, last week, 23-year-old Jacob Thompson stole a super sweet 2022 Cadillac SUV from a pilot travel center in Lake Wales, Florida. This guy was at the pilot, by the way, for a job interview. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd it go? Anyway... Uh, the Cadillac that he stole had one of those OnStar systems, and Jacob was being tracked from the moment he stole the car. <laughs> so cops found Jacob, and the chase was on. Dude was cruising. Wound up going over 100 miles an hour at one point. 
OnStar, and they could talk to you. Yeah. They told him, hey, we're going to shut the car off. And they did. The deputy chasing Jacob slowed down, watched Jacob lose control of the car, and since the car suddenly shut off, right into a guardrail, and the car flew Wow. I can't believe they cut the power like that. That's, That's wild. Yeah, wild. I didn't realize the, the steering would go out. Well, the I mean, power is power, No power should. steering. Whoa. You got to... Yeah, you then gotta, you got to muscle it. You, you ever driven a car with no power steering? Like well, an old, a tractor. No, no, I mean like I've a never car. driven a car without power My, my buddy's first car was a 56 Bel Air. And, uh, man, it was wildly different. But it was fun to do. Yeah. But you yeah. remember my truck in high school? Oh, yeah. No power steering. That thing, you had to put everything to get oh, yeah. slight turn Especially on Especially if you were, like, trying to back out. Like, if you were not moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to really. Oh, no, yeah. he it's lost control thing. right into the car, into the guardrail, the tr- Cadillac flipped over. Oh, he wound up getting out, running before he was detained, and uh, and uh, well, after a little tussling. Scott's truck was enormous, guys. This thing was so awesome. Old school '70s box body had bullet mm-hmm. holes in it. I'm pretty sure, and and it would die if you got up to a stop sign unless you <laughs> revved it. So you have to rev the gas before you stop. Yeah. So every time we approach a stop sign, he go. <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive, <laughs> dude. It was crazy. No fun. speedometer, no gas. Gauge. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we never knew how much gas yeah. was in it. Started Didn't know how fast you were going. <laughs> and uh, and finally, in your Friday fail stories, uh, this guy's chances at Father of the Year just took a big hit. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> a 30-year-old dad named Colby Parker called the cops on Monday night because he thought his kid had been kidnapped. He said he left him in the car while he ran into the grocery store, and when he got back, um, the kid was gone. Terrifying. What a nightmare. Cops immediately started searching. Uh, they brought in canine teams coordinated with other police departments in the area. They also started looking through the store's security footage. And that's when they realized the reason Colby couldn't find them in the car, uh, couldn't find two of his kids, by the way, uh, because he'd forgotten the kids at home. Oh. And uh, (laughs) uh, cops went to the house uh, and uh, found, you know, kids are fine alone, but fine. Uh, Colby's not fine, though. Uh, they breathalyzed him and found out he'd been drinking. He uh, actually driven to the same grocery store twice that day. Uh, kids were with him the first time, not the second, so that's what tripped him up. Uh, they called a family member to come, you know, get the kids. Uh, <clears throat> called the arrested for drunk driving, child endangerment, and breach of peace. Failed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man. Oops. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> just to bring out the whole team. my kids. Uh, There's helicopters, all so this stuff. Just hammered. Just hammered. <laughs> Dad, we're right here. <laughs> and that, that was your Friday <laughs> fail stories. Did he went home? Traffic and weather. Looking for them. Walked in. was like, Dad, where'd you go? He goes, not now. I'm looking for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're right here, Dad. Uh, I think uh, Tony Rock's going to be here soon. Yeah. I know he's in the building, so we'll talk to Tony Rock. Uh, and uh, we got some of your emails if he's not here in time. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. 
thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest-growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job. And you could make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's Centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at Centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Can you believe we got Rascal Flats? I can't believe that. Can't believe uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us in studio, Mr. Tony Rock. Yeah. A.K.A. Rascal Black. Rascal Black. <laughs> <laughs> and I, too, have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Yes, Very yes. <laughs> I looked you up. I looked you up. Uh, no, Tony's here to give a, a full review of uh, Jada Pinkett's new book. So yeah. go ahead. Please. <laughs> I'm lying to sell this book. That's the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> tell fantastic lies to sell a book in uh, bookstores everywhere. Yeah. Well, what do you think is a lie? Everything? Uh, she sold crack in, as a youth. Uh, my brother asked her out on a date knowing that she was still with Will. That's a lie. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, she had alopecia. That's a lie. Really? Uh very many lies. I didn't read the book, but I, some of the stuff I know is... She don't have alopecia? Well, well, how'd the hair grow back? Oh, yeah, she does have hair now. How'd the hair grow back? We determined that is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wait, I'm, I'm, am I wrong about what <clears throat> alopecia and the, is? And the results are in. Uh, I don't know if she... Like, I mean, could it be a wig? There's some realistic wigs out. Like, is her hair long? Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, yeah, pu pull up a picture of... Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, I just put Jada Pinkett Smith hair now. Hair now. Hmm. Gone tomorrow. Gone tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> hair now, gone tomorrow. Ah, listen, I don't know. She did uh, sell crack. Let's see, as of August. That's what, she, that's what she claimed in the book. Yeah. But yeah. she did not indeed sell crack. I don't believe so. Huh. I don't think that's something you can brag it, about. Or is that something for cred? Yeah, so, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're selling a book, and now, all these years later, you sold crack? Huh. But yeah. we, this was never a thing before. This was never a... And Tupac apparently was in... Nah, come on, man. Pac was, a, was an open book. We would have known this. Mm. Yeah. They did know each and other, though, when they were young. Right? They did date, though, right? They did not date. She, they did not date? She was just on Dax Shepard's podcast, and I was listening to it. And it was really interesting. They never dated. They went to, like, a performing like, arts school yeah. together or something, right? Yes. But they, was, they never dated, but they were soulmates. Right. And oh, she, yeah, she calls yeah. him the, uh, the love of her life. Yeah. As Will's like, come on, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about like emasculated. And they were separated for seven years like that. But come and on, she is like emasculated that man. That 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 poor, poor man, right, Tony? <laughs> hey, listen. That poor. All I know is my brother man. got hit and he looks the best in this whole scenario. He does. Mm -hmm. yeah. In this scenario, he's shining. I know that and I read. He's the one that got hit. The headline I saw this morning was that the book is not doing well. Oh, yeah. No, that what? The, 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 the book's book not is doing not well. doing well. That Britney's book is like. Top of the charts, baby, and Jada Pinkett's uh, is not doing well. Hmm. 
But oh, yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't come out the same time as Britney. Yeah, is that right? What's the name of Britney's book? I'm Britney, bitch. Uh, is it really? No. Is it? Oh, that means great. <laughs> that, I'm like, where's the bookstore? I'm going to get that right now. <laughs> no, what's it called? I think it's uh, called The Woman I Am. Or the this, Woman I Am. It's like actually called yeah. Oops, I Sold Crack Again. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> Jada's not happy. No, not no. Happy I'm the crack either. seller. That's the name of my book. I sold crack too. I'm the crack seller on the New York Times bestsellers. Come on. I sold crack, and it's the number two. <laughs> no, it's, it's the just, second version of crack. I sold crack, too. I, I, I obviously don't want to harp on, you know, the whole Will Smith and, you know, your brother getting slapped in the face. But uh, one of the things that you were out, like, up front and like, hey, Will Smith or nobody called to apologize to Chris. Yeah, that was a, that was a lie as well. That was a lie. I mean, nobody. I'm talking about, like, production at the Oscars. Nobody checked on him. Right. You saw it. You, you watched the show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was nobody came and said, "Hey, like you okay?" And were you watching it or were you there? No, I don't watch the Oscars, but okay. no, I was your not. brother's Definitely hosting. There. I mean, your brother not was hosting, but like presenting. So you, eh. no, I don't watch the Oscars because the Oscars don't acknowledge black movies. So mm. like every year, great black movies come out that the Oscars are just like. Eh. What, was out, what was out this year that was not uh, acknowledged? Uh, I have to do some research. I don't know, right off the top of my head, but they it's just it's just a thing. Everybody knows that. That's why every year it's a big hashtag this and that, and mm-hmm. so I just don't watch, but. You know, I'm in the house watching a basketball game and my phone starts going crazy. And I'm like, oh, somebody's probably in jail because the phone's going crazy. Right, right. In black households, when the phone rings like over over and over again, somebody's shot, dead, Ugh. arrested. So I'm like, damn, I'm not ready for this phone call. And then my little brother called, so I had to answer the phone. He was like, was that real? You're like, what's real? And I'm like, wait, what? You didn't see that? I'm like, see what? And he sends me the link. So I saw it like 30 minutes, 40 minutes after after the world saw it. Dang. Right. And what was your first th- what was your first thought? I gotta put my sweatpants on and go find these mother. <laughs> yeah. Because I was in LA. So I was like, oh man, now I gotta get ready. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm like, I gotta go crash the, the, the vanity fair party and start a fight. I gotta go. <laughs> where are my sweatpants? I called my brother. I'm gonna fight some I people in tuxedos. I called my brother's assistant, like, where are you guys? And he's like, Chris said. If Tony calls, don't tell him where we are. <laughs> Hide his sweatpants. And he's like, he knew, he knew you were gonna come. I'm like, hey, are you that brother in I'm the like, family? I like, think every brother should be yeah. like that with their siblings, right? Is everybody not like that with their siblings? I'm shocked. No, I am. Yeah. I'm shocked. This is the, this is the thing that was most shocking about it. And then we can just move on. I would fight. I was shocked at how many people were like, it don't got nothing to do with you. Like on social media. Why why are you getting in it? I'm like, it's why am I brother. getting in it? It's, it's your my family. brother. Like, were yeah. you guys not yeah. taught that? Like, I didn't know that the whole it's world family. wasn't taught that. If my my dad said if your brother's in a fight, you're in a fight. Dude, my dad picked me up at the basketball courts one day, and he goes, a kid stabbed your brother with a stick, and he took me to where the kid was. <laughs> right. And he made me get out of the truck, beat that. I thought that's how we were all raised. I was under and the impression. He, he yeah. took me back. He goes, all right, that's, that's enough. How, that's how I was raised. he took me back to the basketball court. That's how I was raised. <laughs> I've been in a million fights in my life that I found out what it was about after the fact. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> after it's over, we walking home, like, okay, what happened? Yeah, my brothers have like gotten what, me in more fights than I've ever gotten myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that's how people were raised, well, but I guess not. Your siblings said, "Don't tell Tony where we are." I, that's why I'm asking you that question. Oh like, yeah, no, he knew. He knew. Security at the Vanity Fair party is like, "Sir, we have a <laughs> we have a problem down here." There's a black guy with sweatpants on, SpongeBob SquarePants T-shirt. He says, "He swears he knows everybody's on." He's demanding satisfaction. He has a wife beater on. He has a wife beater on, but no wife with him. He looks like he's ready for a fight. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, what what, what could you have done? Will Will Smith's a big dude. Uh, man, that's what they make chairs for. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they make vases. Yeah. 
yeah. Just the plural. Anything handy. That's what they make. Yeah, that's what they make. Anything handy. Baseball weapon. Yeah, you got to be protected. That's your... why they make baseball bats. Not for baseball, but no. For right. <laughs> Chairs aren't for sitting either. They're for hitting people with. Man. No, you got to be protective of your family. And you have what? Seven, seven brothers, two sisters. Wow, wow. No, if it was my sister, it'd be worse. If it was yeah. my sister, it'd be worse. Where are you at in the lineup? I'm four. Okay. All right. Seven brothers and two sisters. Yes. Goodness. Okay, and and your mom fostered seventeen kids too. You're right in the middle. Uh, she fostered a lot. Seventeen. I read seventeen. It was a lot. How did you get any attention? It was a lot. It was. I was the kid that would wake up and leave the house. I was that kid. I was the kid that would wake up, get dressed, eat breakfast, gone for the rest of the day. I was that kid. Come home dinner time, eat, had a full day. Where you know. would you go? Uh, it's Brooklyn, New York. I, I had a bike and I had the world was, you know, yeah. I was I'm an outside kid. I was, I, that's why I never got into like video games, stuff like that. That's keeps me in the house. Yeah. yeah. Outside. Wake up, eat. All right. Later. Ride my bike to Queens, ride my bike to the Bronx, over the bridge to Manhattan. I was everywhere. Wow. And when I go to New York, I still see remnants of that because my brothers, we go certain places and like, how do you know everybody here? And I'm like, I used to hang out here. Right. When I was 10, I would hang out here when I was 15. I would go to school here and. Like, damn, you know everybody. Yeah, you were a free range kid. Yeah, I was that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were free range. I was organic. Yeah, yeah and did and, and your parents just expected Tony to go out and just be home at a certain time? Pretty much. Or do they pretty much was there like a head it's, count? You can't you can't yeah, you can't keep track of that many children. Right. And then I had a lot of friends on my block that grew up with me. Uh a lot of my friends, my dad was the like the block dad. My mm. dad was the block for the entire the dad for the entire block, because a lot of my friends that I grew up with didn't have a father. So those guys are my brothers, you know, that I chose. Your friends are your brothers and sisters that you get to pick. Yeah, same so, rules too. Yeah, right. So I messes with. Them, I would hang yeah. out with those guys, and yeah, you know, my mother knew like, oh, he's with Sherrod, or he's with Jerome. He's fine. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like the the vying for attention. Like, did your <laughs> your parents ever ask how your day was? How was hey, school? And, 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 my dad was my dad was definitely like conversational and yeah. no TV, no radio during dinner. We had to have conversation and talk. My mother was a school teacher, so she stressed right. education. We had to read a lot. She would make us read the newspaper in the morning and my dad was blue collar, so he was all about education. But the fact that she fostered what could yeah, be a lot. up to a lot. 17 yeah, kids. A lot. Hard so you had a lot of kids going in and out of the yeah. house all the time. Yeah. And I, you know what that did for us? It just let us see how blessed we really were. Even though we grew up in the hood and people looked at you know how we lived as like we weren't on any type of radar as far as doing well financially. Right. But when we saw the foster kids coming, we were like, wow, we really got you it really, good. We got it good. Yeah, you really they were going, they were, they were They were dealing with some trauma, man. Man, that's yeah. awesome. That's, what that's, years was was this? 17 foster kids? It was every year. Now, what years were you out free-ranging it? Oh, uh, from like, I'd say early 80s. Like yeah. yeah. The neighborhood was rough, so it was like, let me just get away from all that stuff. Yeah, what part of Brooklyn? Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. So I would just jump on my bike and just go on an adventure. And now it's pretty much, is that pretty gentrified now? Pretty. It's super gentrified now. Mm. Super. It's it's nicer. Super hipster. It's super nicer. It's super hipster, right? There's uh, restaurants where there used to be, you know, gambling halls, and there's coffee shops where there used to be nefarious actions going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of nice. It's like Times Square back, you know, I'm I'm from the Yeah, remember that? Times Square in in the 80s. And even to early '90s was wild, yeah. wild, bad, bad, yeah, wild. Peep shows, yeah, hookers. Yep. Sounds you know, cool. And now, and then, I think it was MTV. <laughs> MTV moved in, and like Legoland moved in. Disney now moved in. Yeah. When yeah. Disney <laughs> moved in, that was, that was it. Disney moved. So now in. it's worse. Damn you, Walt. <laughs> yeah. Disney cleaned it all up. Now mm. it's all cleaned up. It's kind of, it kind of lost its its charm. 
the charm was peep shows. And charm was peep. <laughs> yeah, it char- it was. You know what it is? Character. Lost its cleavage. It, it lost its character. Uh, the green m and still there. Yeah, the green m yeah. But then, yeah, good times. New York yeah. City. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was a different time. Ed though. Koch was the mayor then. The yeah. 80s was like a the circle of travel that parents would allow was so much bigger then. Right. Right. Because I guess, you know, we didn't have the 24-hour news cycle yet. It was just like, don't get in the van. That was the rule. <laughs> That's it. They didn't say don't talk to don't, anyone don't in the get van. In the they van, just said don't, don't get the candy. in. It's weird. We tell, we tell children yeah. don't talk to strangers, don't take candy or take things from strangers. But then five minutes later, the doorbell will ring and a stranger brought you a whole meal that you'll take. Yeah. Mm. Or you'll call a, pull your app out and call a stranger to pick you up and get in the stranger's car yeah. and drive right? off where you have to go. But we'll tell the kids don't do that. Uh, so yeah. Halloween's coming up. As a kid, did you? you know, oh, I love Halloween. Yeah, I love Halloween. Uh, so Halloween's yeah. a big holiday for yeah. you. Not for me, but I have a child now. My son's three, so it's, it's big now. But as uh, but you as a kid though. No, we would just go throw eggs at people and stuff. Dude, <laughs> at people. Talking, we're talking about egg in houses ran. and all that. But you throw at people? No, we throw. Yeah, <laughs> we would we'd toilet paper like trees. Okay, so the night eggs at people. The night before Halloween, what'd you guys call it? But there's a name, Gate Night. No, I never heard that. Oh. And that's What's G- gate G-A-T-E, Gate Night, or Mischief Night. Or Devil's Night. Or Devil's, Devil's night. night, I heard that, yeah, yeah. Devil's Night, where the night Wait, that before, was a movie. The, ne- the night before Halloween, yeah. you'd go out and you'd egg, you know, you egg the houses, you egg the cars, you'd yeah. throw the toilet paper. No, we would go, we would go to uh, the train station and catch people just coming up out of the train station from work and just... Just egg them. <laughs> <laughs> People with cases and suits. You guys are, you guys are crying about your what cars the? getting egged. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's wild. Getting off the metro. Well, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Imagine something now when they would start chasing you. That was. was yeah. <laughs> like some on. guy that's in shape and can run. Like, this guy's still running. Wait a yeah. minute. What's going on? <laughs> Three blocks yeah. in. What's wrong with this He's guy? He won't stop. Endless supply of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not, you're not dressing up this year? You're going to walk, you, you know, uh, no, I might do something for the kid. Like, you know, when you have a kid, you do anything for your child. Of course. So the years prior, it was like, oh, it's Halloween. I would just go to the door and give kids candy. But now my son is like, whatever you, Dada, I want you to be. Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster it right. is. Let's oh, go. Yeah, yeah. And and three is a great age because he'll do like four houses and be done. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he wants to get to the candy. They'll yeah. do like four houses. They're tired. They want to go back and eat the candy. He looks candy, in his bag like, out. let's go. Let's go. Right. I can't eat this yet. Let's go. Does he have, uh, I feel like three is an age where they can start deciding. Like, does he have something he wants to go as? Oh, no. Oh, no. He wants He wants a, a, a pirate, a Paw Patrol. Yeah. And there was something else he said. So we like we got to decide so we can get it this weekend. Pirate. Classic. Okay. Yeah, that's you're a classic good pirate. But that's his, his, he wakes up in the morning and I go, today's a great day. And he says, to be a pirate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. How long have you been in L.A.? Uh, I'm back and forth New York, L.A. So. Oh, okay. So I, I'm wherever I need to be. Wherever the baby is, basically. That's where I'm. When I leave St. Louis, if he's in New York, I'm going to New York. Do you stay in touch with a lot of people you were, you were biking around with uh, back uh, in New no, York? No, I still have the same group of friends. My friends that I grew up with, still the same guys. What about a relationship with any of the, the, the foster kids? Like is some of the siblings? No, no. I heard recently that one of them passed away. This girl, this young lady named Sandra that used to stay with us. Way to bring that up, Moon. No, uh, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's I'm, adopted I'm adopted. And like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and I've... Known a lot of people that have gone through the foster system and all that kind of stuff. My brother, my younger brother, he keeps in touch with like a couple of them. I remember one. uh, I'm his mom. I forgot her name. She she uh, she stayed with us for a couple of years, and uh, her boyfriend was around my age, and we played basketball together. I knew him from the basketball circuit, and she was it was sad but not sad, but she kind of swore he was going to the NBA. He was like really good, and she was like, "Oh, we're gonna get married, and he's gonna go to the league," and and then they had a kid, and he was gone later, and she left. I saw her out once, and it was like, oh, it's not 
what she envisioned. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was unfortunate. Oh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Sorry. Ah, yeah. Just, no, it's all good. It's all curious, good. But I mean, yeah, I'm my brother, my brothers, see. some of my brothers uh, have been in contact with some of them. Yeah, I guess it really de depends on where you are in life when so-and-so is coming in or coming right, through, you know, because right, they're not right, always staying right. for more than like a year sometimes. And before they're yeah. placed, before they're placed with a permanent family or yeah. moved to another foster family. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, though, man. It's, and it's like, yeah, we, it was, yeah, it was, you know, you know how it is. Like, it was a lot of like, they would, they didn't know how to fit into a family structure. Especially with nine kids already there. Wow. Yeah, right. So it was so or you know, ten kids. They would get in trouble and they would steal stuff and yeah, cops at the house. And then not knowing how long they're going to be at a house. Right, right, yeah. right. So that's a tough. That's yeah, a tough so life. it's weird. Do you think that helps, man? Having keeping your childhood friends when you're in Hollywood and like oh, absolutely. Because I feel absolutely. like that's what keeps people from going what I call Hollywood crazy. No, you're you know absolutely I mean? right. Because my friends, at the end of the day, they really don't care. They don't. They don't care about. All of this stuff. They're like, that's just Tony yeah. to us. That's just Tone. Mm. Yeah. You know? Like they well, remember yeah, when you that. got your head it. stuck in a banister or something yes. as a kid. <laughs> so you can't, you're never going to be that cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like your right. childhood friends know stuff about yeah. you. My well, sisters, my sisters and my childhood friends, I will never be the guy that comes in here with an entourage and that, <laughs> hey, you can't talk to Mr. Rock. Mr. Rock said, no, I'll never. My yeah. friends are like, hey, we don't give a damn about none of that. Are your parents still around? My my mother is. My, my father passed. Okay. So when you're, when you're, Families all together, yeah. Everybody's treated the same. Like yeah, my, even your even your brother. Chris. My mother could. My mother will hand that dude a garbage bag so fast, take this trash <laughs> <Yes>. outside. <laughs> I love that. My mother That's does awesome. not. Hey, uh, he, Chris took the garbage out. You washing dishes. Stay humble. You could have a TV. You could be on TV at the time watching yourself. <laughs> my mother be like, yeah, you watch your show while you wash some dishes. Like, <laughs> she changes the channel. Yeah, my mother. Just my sisters do not move. care. My mother that's does awesome. not care. My childhood friends do not care. Always going and that's home. That's beautiful. Always going home is. That's why I always tell my friends in LA, like, I got to go home and recharge my battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, when we, it gets a little too crazy. Gotta go home. We were just to... talking about that billionaire, that multi multi billionaire that passed. Remember Feeney? Uh or I think his name was Feeney. Oh, the one that developed the uh this stuff dude from the airports. Yeah, yeah, the duty free stuff. This duty dude was free, like yeah. like billionaire, 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 and gave all of his money away. He gave he sold all his yachts, sold all his planes, and was like, I just want to make sure that I keep my my core friend group from my childhood together and we all stayed level and the dude like took the subway, took the bus, all that kind of stuff, had billions, billions and was him. just giving and it away. Good, good for him. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do that either. <laughs> I'll go home him. and visit my mom. That was not the my point I was making. So I'll make sure the jet flies over the neighborhood from time to time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody. I'll drop every once in a while. Some nice. I'll drop yeah. some money yeah. to hell. Yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> once in a while it's nice to go home and be, you know. Yeah, but his whole thing was talking about like making sure that he stayed close with his friends and family from childhood and like that yeah. that group no matter where everybody was in their life yep i think that's what happens to you man like you get the i call it the elvis or the michael jackson like you get so famous that no one around you don't have anyone around nothing's you real that's like nothing's real and no one's real with you everybody looks at you like this yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know it's like you can't live a life like that you can't yeah go. that sounds yeah. awful somebody just talk to me just let's have a conversation i have a friend one time we were hanging out he lives in north carolina one of my childhood friends and he said to somebody like Hey man, it's my friend Tony Rock, and I'm like, wait, wait, hold up, like, what are you doing? I'm just tone, bro. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. you, to you, I'm just tone. Like, what, what are you doing? And it was an older guy, and I'm like, don't do that. And then he called me Big Homie. What's up, Big Homie? And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. No, you're the Big Homie. I'm, I'm still younger than you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Our, my, our ages didn't change. Like, I'm, you're still the big guy to me. Like. Don't do that. Don't don't change the the dynamic now because he's like this is my dad, Tony and, Rock. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> and, and do you think maybe that's like why Will Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith, um, they're so detached from reality because they're not 
they don't have that I'm going home to be my mother's son or my mother's daughter. I don't know if they don't have it, but I know, well, they're both, not both of them, but Will's bigger than me, so I know he has a different set of circumstances to deal with, especially in the industry. He's 20 million a picture. He's done, been famous since, you know, Fresh Prince, so I know his life is different than mine's. Yeah. But I know, for me, that my being around my friends, when it gets a little crazy, is the best thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, but even for your brother, who's, like, very, very, very famous. Yeah, no, my brother, my brother still goes back to Brooklyn, goes in the barbershop, and will sit there and let everybody talk and gather information mm-hmm. and write a bit. He'll That's go insane, back. There's like, like he's in the hood, this, like, in the shop. Like, what's going on? Like, what are, what, like are, people, what are regular people talking about? There's yeah. a level of fame that I don't think... Any of us could even fathom, right? Like Taylor Swift. Okay, she just—I just read she became a billionaire today. Okay, like she officially on like the billionaires list. A billion what do you club. buy the day you become a billionaire? Whatever you want. Yeah, true. Whatever the hell you true. want. That's a level that I—I I can't even. A soccer club. Uh, it depends on how far over. You don't want to go back down. You know, what I mean, That's if you're true. like you got a yeah. billion and one dollars, you ain't buying nothing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't would buy something for one dollar. I'll have a McChicken and I'm staying on the list. <laughs> but that's a level you, I can't even fathom. Uh, the fame that comes along with that, right. or just the ins- like people there just to insulate you from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really want the fame. I just want the money. Yeah, yeah me too. You can keep the fame. I want to silently become a part of the Billy Club. I want to be a member of the Billy Club that nobody ever knows ever. Ever, yeah. ever. One of the smartest things I've ever heard ever said on the planet was when Howard Stern said, there's nothing worse than being famous and broke. Yeah. It's yeah. the worst yeah. thing on earth. Because mm-hmm. yep. everybody looks at you like you got it all. They're, asking, you know, they're always Very pulling true. something from you, and he's like, And then they, they want to know what happened. Yeah. You're yeah. never going to get out from under yeah. what happened. What what happened? What you, or you, or they, you, get, you used to be the man. Like, you don't want that in your life. You don't want to... How can you wake up every day and live like we that? We were talking before about like what's your what's your dream car? Like if you were dream car, your infinite mm. money. What's your dream car? <laughs> but then you get to a level of like Taylor Swift or like Bill Gates or Elon Musk. Then you get your other dream car. But what's their dreams? Like what are they? Elon Musk built his dream car. Yeah. Okay. Their well, dreams to own the cars. Not, somebody else built it and he owns the company. Well, it's, okay. It's still but, crazy. <laughs> but the, but then like so what? Then you start getting your names on buildings. Like once you have a level of if that's what well, you then want. it's supposed to be when you get that famous. What else? That's it's fe- supposed that's to feeny, be, dude. Like that. That's if you like. If that's that, the, if that's your need. That's an anomaly. Okay, uh, you get your maybe. car. You get mine's is a what's that Mustang from uh, going to sixty seconds? Yeah, we were just talking about that. The Shelby. Eleanor. Eleanor. Shelby, Eleanor. Dude. I gotta get Eleanor. I gotta get a uh, suicide door Lincoln. Nice convert the continental the suicide doors. I gotta get a sixty. What is it? Sixty six Corvette. Mm. The 61? I think it's the 61 nice. or 66. I'm not sure. But then after that, you get that much money, then it's like, okay, what can I do for humanity? Yeah. And if you don't get to that point with all that money, then something's wrong with you. Yeah. If you get all that money and you have your dream cars, you have your jet, and you then you say, okay, but okay then, what okay. can I do for people? Air fryer. Okay, but then you think of that I'll maybe as your... Air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Nice maybe that as your job. Okay, your job is now to be, you know, philanthropy and, and you know, Charities, but then, but you still have dreams that you still want stuff for yourself. Like then, what? It's getting your name on things. No, like not getting for me. A, a building with your name on for it. For me, it's figuring out how to stay healthy as long as possible. How do I live till 120? To be but happy? even still, that's not. Look Greener at girl. look at uh, uh, Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get all it. the money in the world. 
Well, I get Couldn't it. keep them alive. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like that. That would be that would be my goal. Is how do I how do I set up everybody that I know and love to be as comfortable and healthy as possible? I wouldn't care. Nah, who cares about your name on buildings? Oh, I care. Crap? I'd love that. No way. Yeah, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like my name on a building. That's pretty cool. Yeah, of course it is. Maybe I don't want nothing to do. I mean, how long? I want to. But how long's the bridge and the building gonna last? I don't care. Your name will be forgotten in a number of decades. No, because anyway. it's not a building. But it's not. The building <laughs> will come down as well. This is such but a bleak. well after. Well after my kids. Well, well, everything's going to end exactly. at some point. It so. means nothing. It means nothing. So what does it matter? What am I dreaming for then? Health, dude. Like prosperity in, in what you but can control. But even that's going to end. That's going to end too. Yeah, but I'm talking about for, for the people that I love. The Rizzuto the Federal Prison lives on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I want people flying into Lambert from wherever, flying over downtown St. Louis and seeing Riz on the side uh, of a building. Yeah, no, see, no, that's what I want. I want people flying into Tony Rock International. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good That's call. right. That will probably last longer a little yeah. than, than Riz's Tower. Riz Tower, come on, man. <laughs> Damn, Tony Rock, my flight was delayed. There's a Tommy Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see Tony Rock at Helium Comedy Club. Yes. Uh, you got two, two shows, shows tonight. tonight. Two shows tomorrow, one show Sunday. TonyRockComedy.com. Tony underscore Rock on Instagram. Are we doing a podcast uh, or anything? Podcast starts November 6th. Thank Holy you for asking. God. Everybody's got a Thank podcast. you for asking. Podcast starts November 6th uh, from the green room. Go from, let's go from the green room. Okay, so have you recorded episodes yet? I have not. I start recording November 6th, so it's going to be put a few in a can, and it will drop probably in December. Is it a guest-based podcast, or just it you is doing guest solo? Based when I can get a guest. When you can get a guest, yeah. but you'll do solo episodes? It's me, Joe Fox, Trey Elliott. Awesome. And, uh, nice. Those are the two guys that I take on the road with me. And uh, we started, I would do a live on my Instagram from mm -hmm. the green room. Yeah, yeah. And just talk, and people would, hey, man, this is pretty cool. You yeah. Should, you, just can, you should continue doing this. So we would do it on Sunday after the last show and just talk about the weekend, and people would tune in. And I'm like, hey, I think we got something here. That's and awesome. we're doing live from the green room. Not live from the green room, but from the green room. Podcast starts November 6th. It'll be on YouTube. Awesome. Uh, I'll put clips on my social media and uh, go to go to my uh, YouTube and subscribe. Have you been to White Castle yet while you were here? I had White Castle last okay. night. because before, before Tony <laughs> yes. came on. Every city he goes to, he's got to go to White Castle. Don't Jake, did you White take Castle. him to White Castle? I, 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 I did not. Yes. So see Tony Rock at Helium Comedy Club and your uh, nearest White Castle. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, and download the podcast uh, on November 6th. And fly into Tony Rock International. And fly into Tony Rock International. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. We'll take a break. We'll come back with sports. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic oh. and weather. Can you sign our mannequin? Sign our mannequin. A mannequin needs more tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old fool. Whoa, hey, That's come nice. on, man. Wow. Easy. Nice, Sam. <laughs> Marlon Wayans. Now, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do we got? Well... Sports presented by DraftKings, a casino queen. Think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings, a casino queen. Sportbook. I'm just going to lead this by saying I blew it. I blew it. The NFL pick them last night. I picked I, I picked three games, like on Tuesday. And I didn't hit next, which, like, saves it or whatever. I got a zero. Zero? It, 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 didn't, it didn't pick. Because I picked the Bills, and the Bills won. Yeah, the Bills won. But I, I'm, well, I'm so sorry. Your pick didn't count. But it didn't count. And you know what? That is my fault. I know the system. I'm sorry. You're not alone. Man... Why would you let us you down too? like that? <laughs> what? Me? Two people didn't pick last night. Well, I have because my boys back. I have my boys back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I did pick. I did, it didn't. I didn't say. I didn't. Prime. So we got two zeros properly. Two zeros. Two zeros. On a, on gimme on on a what gimme those add up? I, I know. I know. Luckily, uh, Brad Thompson also got a zero. I'm yeah, assuming same thing. We're okay, down by good. one. Okay, good. I'm sorry. Oh, we're down by. One. If we lose by one, it's Scott's fault. If we lose yeah. by two, it's my fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See. I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> like, is that point. okay? Right, we agree. Right. <laughs> Brad Thompson also did not make a pick. So. Oh, no one actually so sorry, picked guys. the Bucks. That's what I was when I first saw it. I was like. You guys picked the Bucks? No, I beat the Bills. I would never at home. I, I I apologize. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was a pretty close game. It was a pretty close game. Came down to the end. I think a hail mary. Good. Wasn't close for me. Kapanen and Letty scored two first period goals for the Blues, who improved to a three-two and one. Outshot their opponent for the first time this season. Joel Hofer made 26 saves for his first career How shutout. Congratulations to him. Sunquist scored an empty goal, uh, empty net goal with 2:10 left in the third period to seal the game. He finished with a goal and an assist. Blues play the Canucks away tonight at 9 p.m. That was that was a good one last night. That they needed that. Yeah, the Ottawa Senators forward Shane Pinto has been suspended 41 games Damn. for activity. Activities related to sports wagering, the NHL announced yesterday. The NHL did not divulge the details of Pinto's transgression, but stated that they found no evidence he wagered on NHL games. Now, here's the thing. I and yeah, I saw the story. He didn't. He didn't wager on his, games. his own games. Right. Is this a? Because gambling now is. So, I mean, it's so easy. Like, you could do it from your phone. Well, an Ottawa Sun reporter reported that Pinto's online U.S. gambling account was flagged by a company that's partnered with the NHL for unusual activity. So I'm, I'm assuming it's maybe FanDuel or DraftKings? I don't know, but I don't know what that means, unusual activity. Like, was was he starting to now bet on NHL stuff? What's in his contract? What's he allowed to do? Is he I don't think to, they're allowed to bet. On, any, on, on anything? Period. NFL? I, Chiefs I, games? I, I'm, stuff? You know, I got to ask Either Jamie or Mike McKenna. I'm really curious now because I never thought about that before. Of course, it's illegal to bet on your own stuff because then you have the chance of insider information, throwing games, et cetera, et cetera. But what about an NHL forward gambling on a World Series? You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if they're allowed to gamble on any wow. Players are allowed to bet on non-NFL events with legal sports books, but all other league personnel, including coaches, officials, and trainers, are prohibited from all sports betting. So Wait, the so players, that's, so that's the NFL. Players the are NHL? allowed to bet on non-NFL events. So not so non-NFL events. You're but, talking about the NFL players. So we're, NFL. We're, yeah. This is an NHL guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about NFL. Well, so, I mean that's interesting. Wait, so, I'm sure they all have different, different, uh, whatever different, different rules. Whatever the union. We're gonna get down to this, to. and we'll talk Imagine about it. Imagine you just can't bet on the sport you play. If I were to. Yeah. But even the, but she just said players co uh, can't do coaches any of can't do any of them. Oh, NHL yeah. and NHLPA collective bargaining agreement says that gambling on any NHL game is prohibited. NHL teams can go as far as prohibiting employees from hockey operations to business side from even joining fantasy leagues for money. All I know is they were investigating it. And a lot of people saw the investigations going on this last couple of weeks, knew something was up, and the, the suspension is 41 games. That's half the season. That's big. World Series begins tonight. Game one is in Arlington, Texas, as the Rangers host the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are four wins away from awarding one sports better. They pay out of a lifetime. Somebody wagered ten grand on a FanDuel sportsbook on the Diamondbacks to win the World Series on October 1st. That was the last day of the regular season. If Arizona can upset the Rangers and take home the World Series trophy, this better will take home more than a million dollars. As four of today, the Diamondbacks are uh, plus 148 to win it all, uh, while the favored Rangers are negative 174 so hedging should definitely be in this better's best interest if they haven't already done it 
Now, the Arizona Cinderella story is among one of the most historic underdog stories in recent baseball history. They entered the season a plus 12,500 odd to win the World Series on the uh, sportbook there. The eighth worst odds in all of Major League Baseball. That implied odd gave Arizona less than a 1% chance, actually a 0.79% implied to win the World Series. A, win ser a World Series win would set the record for having the longest spring training odds since 1985, passing the 91 Minnesota Twins who won it with a plus 8,000 uh, back in the day. Diamondbacks clinched a playoff berth the day before the bet was made. So they clinched for the playoffs, and this guy the next day said, I got him for the World Series. Here's 10K. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they sat as an extreme long shot as the wild card round began. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling on the flow, working it, working it. Uh, I just read kind of breaking news that Dusty Baker officially retired. Whoa. Dusty Baker. Dusty. Hasn't he retired? Astros. Did we know that? Manager. Did, did we know Giants. that was coming after the loss? After uh, they I mean, he's old. I mean, he's yeah, but I thought they were talking about this a couple months ago. I think he, every he team he gets fired from, he uh, <laughs> retires from, right? He won one World Series. With the yeah. Giants? He was Rangers, with the Giants right? forever. I think he was with the Reds for a while. You're fired. No, I, mean, I retired. retire. Well, I mean, Astros have been you know, great the past couple of years. but Yeah, it's really weird how good they are with... Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Moon. Uh, we'll take one final break, and you know what we'll do? We'll come back, and we'll wrap the Rizzuto Show. That's it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys tomorrow night at the Mad Tea Party Halloween yeah. Bash down at uh, Ballpark Village. What? I won't be learned, though. I'm going to be Tweedled down. Yeah. So, don't don't come at me thinking okay. you know you're not me. dressed up already. Hey, somebody fart in the studio. Oh, is somebody fart in the studio? No. It smells kind of funky all of a sudden. Just is it... Armpits? What is no, that? that's not armpit. I was scratching my belly Certainly button. Did not. That's not a not skin fart. That's more of an organ fart. Ew. All right, more bad farts next week. Uh, <laughs> we got to shout out the uh, the hats of the week before we get out of here. We'll start with Learn. And yes. uh, thanks to all these companies for their generous donations to yes. the Song Society. Learn. The Elder Emo Co. is a woman-owned clothing brand that creates original artwork inspired by the emo punk and alternative music and culture. I actually love everything that I've seen at elderemoco.com. I'm going to be getting gifts there for all my pals. So find them on the socials, elderemoco.com. It was never a phase. It's a lifestyle. Thank you, Elder Emo. Uh, Rafe, fired up. Jellies and jams. A whole lot of sweet with just a little heat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sinful peach habanero and strawberry vanilla rhubarb are award-winning jellies and jams offered by this company. They also have a strawberry habanero jelly that's awesome. Use it as glaze for ribs, chicken, or salmon. Available at Schnucks in the deli section or order online right now just in time for the holidays at firedupjj.com thank you fired up jellies and jams king scott get ready for a spooktacular halloween costume contest all through now to the 31st over at epc out there in st charles they're located right there 70 in k springs and and again this is going on through the 31st and and this is all ages are welcome to participate they have categories for the most creative costumes for kids and adults so swing by there they're giving away great prizes 
And also, they have great tech deals right now. Through October 28th, you can grab a Dell Latitude 5400 laptop with Windows 11 for only $199. EPC is amazing. They're good friends of the show, so go visit our friends over there at EPC. EPC, thank you for your donation. Uh, thank you to Bombshell Construction Services for being my hat of the week. Bombshell Construction Services specializes in high-end residential and commercial development. Check them out on Facebook, and you'll see why it isn't built until it's... <laughs> wow. Bombshell built. <laughs> and finally, Moon's Head. Timber! <laughs> <laughs> no tree too small, too big. Oh, no. No, no. No tree too uh, small or too big for River, Treaty, uh, River City Tree Service. They handle it all. Tree removal, tree trimming, storm damage, stump grinding, everything trees. They do a lot of tree talk over there and have been since 2008. They serve St. Louis and all the surrounding counties. Licensed and insured. These are my tree people. Put the name... Put the number and put the website by your fridge next to your emergency numbers, wherever you keep those. 314-270-8071, rivercitytreeservice.com. Thank you. Uh, big thanks to Tony Rock for stopping and seeing him at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. He was great. Love that guy. Uh, anything else? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, podcast. Sunday. Podcast, yes. Okay, yeah, Sunday 1 to 5, I'll be over at St. Louis Family Church emceeing and hosting alongside Smash, a legendary broadcaster as well. It'll be a lot of fun out there, and uh, so swing on by there doing all kinds of fun stuff. All right. Uh, Rafe, I know you got something real quick. Uh, yeah, tonight, uh, 8, 8 o'clock, uh, Don't Tell Comedy. Go to Don't Tell Comedy. There's, we're having our first ever kickoff show. It's like a speakeasy comedy show. You buy the tickets, secret headliners, secret comedians, secret location. You find out day of, so as soon as you buy your tickets today, they'll give you the location, and we're all going to be there tonight. We already sold 80 out of 100. There's about Dang. 20 tickets left, so get on there and get them, and we'll see you tonight. I'll be there. One more time, the website? Don'tTellComedy.com. Right. Learn anything? Nope. Moon. Soccer 101 podcast. Uh, we are going into playoffs here, baby. St. Louis uh, City SC has big matches ahead, and uh, we're going to break all the uh, the playoff stuff down. A lot of stuff going on locally and internationally uh, with Soccer 101, so we'll, we'll put an episode of that out today. Tomorrow, the uh, Teenage Dirtbags take the stage around 9 for the big Mad Tea Party, and the Alabama Dirtbags uh, will, the, will be the third set. A lot of people were asking mm. about the music times and all that kind of stuff. Today, the Riz Show podcast is called I Love a Good Scarecrow. Mm. All right. <laughs> do that. Well, enjoy your weekend, everybody. You yeah, do. whatever, you do, dude. Uh, we leave with a selection from our Team Riz member today, brought to you by Hotshots, hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Granite City, Alyssa Bogard is our Team Riz. Yes. Yeah. yes. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.